That is a good dance for that tune. Remember this song? Yeah. Is it recorded? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you want to know the worst part about Smash Mouth? Oh yeah, Len. Yeah. Is um, someone I'll hear the word All Star, like blah, 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 the All Star game, or there's an All Star game on. Yeah. It, I don't know if this is just the way my brain works. Hey now, you're an All Star. Oh God. Gamer. And then it's stuck in your head all day. Walking on the sun pops in. Like there's something about Black Eyed Peas and Smash Mouth and some of those songs that yeah. they're designed to crawl into your head like a little just bug get in your head. And there's like there's That's no evil. there's no right technique on how to get a song out of your head, but sometimes it's bad. Sing it out. Wasn't there Sing like a, wasn't there a, a conspiracy theory that Limp Biscuit was created by the government or something? That was your or, conspiracy theory. Wasn't I it? heard that somewhere. That they implanted like subliminal messages into the music. And Linkin it was, Park. It, Linkin Park, sorry, yeah. And it was, and they did the first two letters of the band as L-I because it would be in the same section as Limp Bizkit, which is pretty interesting to think about. Interesting. You know what was a cool movie about that? There's movies where people will be really surprised that I say that they're awesome, but did you guys see Josie and the Pussycats? No. It's it's got it's got a really good cast and it's kind of like I always cite Charlie's Angels as there's certain movies that were made in kind of like uh, early to mid two thousands that were kind of over the top yeah like they had had a lot of money but the theme of the movie is there's messages in the music that's brainwashing people to buy stuff yeah it's yeah. a cool it's a cool plot and there's a lot of hot actresses in it it's got. Uh, the one who's butchered by plastic surgery now, Tara Reid. Yep. And then the girl who's in the Babysitter's Club. Never mind. I'm going on a tangent. There's third actress. I always think about like people who have jobs like that. Like they have jobs to research ways to put subliminal messages into music. But like, do they actually do that? There is maybe. That. Maybe. The maybe like people. the government does weird stuff. Like. They, they study how to make nuclear bombs and they study how to, like... They probably study how to manipulate the everything. Black, I did with those rioters, too. They'll put 
cops in the riot. Or I heard. I was listening to that to today. Like invoke them and get them going. And Man. That was crazy. Yeah, I was listening to that today on the Rogan podcast. Yeah, Kettling right. or whatever. Yeah. Where they you know, the kettle in the bridge? Where they, yeah, that was crazy. You put the lid on the kettle. <laughs> Fuck. The app, the app that that guy was talking about was insane. The, 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 the riot or the... The riot organization oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. app. The way he was taught, I wish I had a mind like that because he he broke it down so quickly. And so he made it sound like, very simple. Yeah. And well, he had obviously been like thinking about it for a long time, yeah. like fleshing out this idea. Yeah, I when okay. people say fleshing, is it fleshing out or flushing out? What? You know, like when you're talking about an idea, we have fleshing to f- it out. Fleshing. If you were to flush it out, that means that you would be getting rid of it. So it's fleshing. Fleshing out an idea. Okay. Fleshy? It's yeah. just weird. F- we're gonna flesh it out? Yeah. Like, I, I think it's... I always personally related to, like, creating Frankenstein. Like, you've like, got the bones of the idea, yeah. so we're gonna add flesh to this idea? That we're was with flesh the, it out. the original REM yeah. skate. They, they said it was the skeleton, the muscles, and the skin. That's, That's a really good way to think about the design of a skate, because yeah. it should be just a part of your body. Yeah. Like, that skate's still brilliant, just to even think of that in 2000 or whatever, he made a skate like that. But I'm going to quickly change the subject, or related to the song thing. I was in the doctor's office the other day, and I have this thing about, it's my own personal hell if I'm in any type of office environment, in a station like B100 or the river's playing. Oh, fuck. And so I was like, I already get, like, I kind of get anxiety sitting in, like, offices, like... There's nothing I can do, especially this one. You're not allowed to use your phone. So I was like reading a shitty magazine. I fucking hate magazines. Like <laughs> magazines now. Like there wasn't even a good selection. I was reading yeah. like Canadian Family or something yeah. like that. <laughs> and it's got just grab it to flip the pages. Oh, <laughs> there's got to be something interesting be, in here. No, there wasn't. No, was nothing. All Fuck. And then there was this TV playing like YouTube videos but like the really cheesy ones and then the my new doctor's office is on the north shore so like characters in there but who the fuck designs these spaces yeah like someone's responsible for like the magazine selection well they probably don't have a lot of music they play but they should put some more effort into that like if i had an office you know you want to make the experience nice so people come back they're your customers they play in the river oh this is the worst part about the experience though smash there's a thing that i have about like Bad songs and start. If I'm in an uncomfortable environment, it's one thing. But music is really important to me in terms of like music can create a very comfortable environment for me. Like I can have music on or have my headphones on and just be listening to something that changes my surroundings. Yeah. So I'm already in an uncomfortable environment, and then this fucking song comes on, and I can't even believe that this is a song. And it was like, I got a hangover, hangover, do 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 do. I drank too. Last night, I got a hangover. And then it goes, and I'm just in this quiet fucking doctor's office. And the inside of my brain, I just imagine myself like tearing the seats off the couch and being like, ah, fuck, God. It just, that song. I think there's something about like. start all the cat, but like, that. That was my own personal hell. There was another time where I got a root canal and that stain song. I was getting a root oh, canal. <laughs> and my, like, 
totally related to this, getting root canal and staring up at like a fluorescent light and there's certain buzzy sounds and things. And it was, it's been a while since, we, but it's like kind of that dim radio sound at the same time. And you're really, oh God. or I was just really, really fucking uncomfortable. uncomfortable. That's and like hell. That's what I was going to say. It's my own, I wrote about it later that day or whatever. And it was my version of a personal hell like I was really uncomfortable but you have to wait there because like you have to wait for your name to be called and there's really not yeah. much I could do maybe next time I'll bring headphones or whatever but I think song, there's something I the think there's lyrics, just quickly like yeah. the lyrics to the song was I've got a hangover 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 I drank too much last night last night a really fucking simple melody and just a stupid beat and then, like, at least in the 50s Fuck. or whatever, at least it was, like, songs about partying and fun or whatever. Like, it was, like, you know, rock around the clock. That's a cool way to sing about, like, having a yeah. good time. Like, we're going to rock, around the, rock around the clock. We're going to have such a good time that we're not going to worry about time. We're going to rock around it. But, like, to think about how retarded that song, well, I felt like I was wow. getting dumber. And yeah. even after I got out of the doctor, I was, like, I was like shaken up by yeah, the whole. Yeah, I have those moments where I'm so angry that someone decided that that was a good like. Yeah, I like this song. This song should be. We should play this on the radio. Like someone, some idiot at the river decided that that hangover song was worth. We should play this to the masses. This is what Kamloops needs. This is gonna put people in the right this vibe. This 10, stupid hangover this song. This is at ten twenty in the morning. Oh. in a doctor's office and this song was like this was playing on people's work laughing at the radio station <laughs> I did it again I did it again but I think it's like, people, there's, most people aren't as sensitive to it like they just they kind of accept it they just turn the radio on and, and they don't like pay attention to it but I think people like you especially like you you are a professional music <laughs> listener in a way like you find the emotional moods and you put visuals to music in a way that, that conveys yeah. the information. So I think because you have that kind of gift, you're also cursed in that shitty music just affects you even deeper than like normal people. It does. You I know? think I'm, to go even deeper than that, I think I'm sound sensitive because how I said I've been, at, I've been at places and I've been like, do you hear that? Like, does that buzzing drive you crazy? And they're like, I never noticed it, but now I do. Yeah. Thanks. thanks. Thanks for pointing that out. I'll be paying attention to it for the rest of my seven-hour shift. <laughs> Asshole. Lighting, like visual and sound sensitive. But yeah, when I hear that fucking song, I'm almost creating memories that I've never been in where I'm like at a shitty club and I want to leave and I'm stuck there. Oh, like, that is the, the office worst. almost becomes like a shitty bar because my imagination is so wild and that's like, that's part of it. That's yeah. part of why I get so uncomfortable. So have you ever tried to... <laughs> I to... just got to bring headphones <laughs> yeah. I think I got a problem. Yeah. <laughs> like, Thank, you might need to consult for listening, guys. Yeah. I, think, I think I just had a therapy session there. There's probably... There... <laughs> Yeah, you should just drink a lot all the time. Monkey mind, the visual mind. Oh. That's why I love and hate caffeine. Because it makes things so much better and it makes things so much worse. I find that the come down from caffeine, sometimes depending on what coffee it is, but like, I'll have days where coffee is just amazing and the buzz lasts, 
Actually, I've been a big fan of when I do drink coffee lately, the empty stomach. Empty stomach cough it coffee, yeah. first thing in the morning and you hold off eating for a really long time. It's such a druggy thing to do, like, oh man, if you have ride that, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> that high as long as yeah. you can and then you realize like when you're kind of or for me at least when I'm like cold and at like there's a point where I am coming down you're off just of the sitting cabin. there in a cold sweat. I get really sweaty armpits sometimes. If I drink a lot. <laughs> <laughs> don't come down. There's that scene in Don't Be a Menace. I don't even know. Okay, so f- freebasing like that famous <laughs> scene in the gangster movie, and it's a, it was on Raekwon's like his album cover. He was like boiling water, but is it? They put like the they put like a towel over their head. Oh, Carly's yeah. listening to music. Yeah. Freebasing isn't that what it is? Where like you sniff or I don't even know. But there's the famous scene in the gangster movie where they boil the water and it's to fucking hardcore gangster rap and they're getting hot. It must be huh. coke or something. But anyways... Or maybe they just had like a cold and they were clearing out their sinuses. But I swear freebasing has something to do with with that. Anyways, hmm. do you know the movie Don't Be a Menace to South, South Central? Or yeah. Drinking Your Juice in the Hood? Yeah. And there was that fucking scene where they made fun of it and they were like firing up the fucking stove and like get it like boiling the water and stuff and then it was just a scene of them baking a cake <laughs> it was such a good idea like instead of firing up the stove yeah. to get really fucking high it was just a badass scene to gangster out of them making a cake cake is good <laughs> I made cake with a with a uh, crack dealer once and he made it really good <laughs> I remember what? that <laughs> I was thinking about the person who you lived with at the time, who's pretty easy to know who it was, but like, he got so mad at me when I called it the crack house. I call, I call, I didn't. To him? What? Like you called it the crack house and he heard you? I said it, I said it very like, Not I sometimes say jokes that people I think they don't get the, like, yeah, yeah. You, our humor, we all get it sometimes. I've it back, it's fucking backfired on me so many times where. I say it sometimes in such a nonchalant way that people get offended or whatever. So I remember I called that place the crack house and he was joking. It was a it fucking was. crack house. That, exactly. <laughs> that I That's probably why he got so mad. Because you pointed out the truth. I, I, uh, in a crack house? <laughs> I, uh, you might do crack and sell crack and hang out with crackheads, but this isn't a fucking crack house, dude. <laughs> what are you saying? I remember, I didn't hang out very much in that era. I didn't come over to that place very much. I dark times. <laughs> dark times. <laughs> we didn't have heat. We didn't have heat in that place, and it was the middle of winter. For we the viewers who don't know, it or wasn't me, or me. It wasn't a it wasn't a crack house, but there was someone who was addicted to crack that was staying there, who had his marriage had fallen apart. Yeah. And you guys had taken him in. Because so yeah, there was characters. There was people that came around, and he was. Yeah, he was not only a, he was a dealer. He was a crack dealer. He was. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So because, it was a crack house. Yeah. When we. I just, yeah. I, I only called it a crack house because I thought people were doing. And when we say crack, it was methamphetamine. It was crystal meth. Probably. I think it was crack. Oh, that's better. <laughs> no, it was crack. <laughs> and, and, <A> meth lab. <laughs> But, okay, there was a great story. I don't know why I was thinking about that today. I was I was just thinking about that era or whatever. What? Such what a when was this? This is in, in back at... Like, yeah, early 2000s when we got back from Europe. 
I moved in with Mason into this place. Oh. <laughs> so it started off really good, and then and then it was a this cool guy place. this guy came to us, and he was like a really cool guy. We knew we went to his wedding. Yeah, he had a really kind. We heart. hung out with him. He was a really good-hearted person. He was going through some hard times. He broke up with his wife, and he's like, "Yeah, I just need like a place to crash for a little bit. Like, is that cool?" And we're like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll help you out." This was in your your apartment, or your yeah. Mason's rented room. Not in my apartment. This okay. is an, an apartment that Mason was renting out, that I moved oh. in with him. And so this guy moved in with us, and uh, after he moved in, I guess like before he moved in, he had a, had a falling out with his gang or whatever, so he wasn't dealing crack. But then like a week later, he got back in with his gang or whatever and started dealing crack. So this was like, oh, like, oh, so you're dealing crack now. But like... We were kind of young and stupid, and and we're just kind of like I know it's crazy, but do your thing yeah, and, and then get out. I like, and we both Mason and I both didn't really care too much because it was like a temporary living situation. So we we're like, oh, whatever, I guess. Oh, man. And, no, was, and no. so I would come home from work, and there were people on the couch doing crack, and we didn't come around. <laughs> yeah, and we didn't have heat. It was winter. You could see your breath. It was so cold. And then I hurt my knee, and I couldn't walk. And I was stuck in bed while there was crackheads downstairs doing crack, and it was really cold, because we didn't have heat. It's actually cool that you went through that, though. Yeah, for sure. What, <laughs> I don't want to do that now. Yeah. One thing in retrospect about that is that I kind of like... So hungry, but that's what the best part, there was a, I, I worked at Fresh's Best for a bit, and this guy came over That's that I started I working say. with, this is the and there was, was a spoon thinking. like sitting on the counter that had, like I think that's the word, freebase. I don't know, there was like shit all over the spoon, because someone had been smoking crack out of the spoon, and he, he just casually was like, oh, what's, 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 what's up with that spoon? And I was just like, oh, that's the crack spoon. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was even less than that. I thought it was like, oh, that's just crack. That's just yeah. no. It was a spoon. It was like a crack spoon. It was the I went over. I, the, I don't do cracks. Some dudes I live with. Cool man. Yeah. Yeah. He was like this younger. He he was like really inquisitive. He would always like ask a lot of questions. I was like the older. I had been through a lot of experiences, and so he would really probe. Like, oh, like, do, do you do crack? No. There's a really, really great story that Mason, Mason was a good storyteller. Yeah, man. Um, about the person that was living with you, he had injured his hand and looked all thin and sickly, and Mason was talking about, like, everyone was hanging out, and Mason was really stoned, and every time he would, like, look back at the couch at this person, he would just see this thin and sickly face with his injured hand, and he would have to double take and be like, oh my god, there's a crazy person in our house, like... It was the way that he told the story, like, yeah. if you were really stoned and you actually look, when you, did you ever have those moments, like, I remember this is such a bizarre one, but it was like, it's happened during Jerry Springer, during Seinfeld, where I've actually just started to look at the person, like, I looked at Jerry Seinfeld's face, and I was like, wow, I'm, I'm seeing this person's face in a much different way, like, I've never actually looked at this person's face, and something changes, but that was what was really cool about him telling the story is that he almost saw this guy as like a sickly animal that was injured and dying, like lying on the couch. He became he became this ball of just like negative energy that just sucked me and Mason kind of into it and then 
other people that were like suffering from this would be attracted to this house. Like we had sketchy dudes coming over and then we were living in a world of just like really negative, like addicted to crack, dark, cold world. It was a, it was a pretty bad time. That's crazy. <laughs> God damn the stories. Did I? Yeah. You know the story that I, I accidentally inhaled crack on a downwind. Oh. <laughs> Do you remember that? Jenna's probably told, oh, I shouldn't say any oh. names, but you probably heard that I one before. I that, yeah. That Jordan was smart enough to like, if you ever, if you ever, even like, fuck, we get gassed right now by like a gas bomb, you can live like probably, I don't know, 20 or 30 seconds longer. Like he had a hoodie and he yeah. knew something was up because three, it was me and two other girls and we went to an art show on Hastings, and it was a really classic Vancouver windy day, and it was yeah. some vapor just down the street, and all of us started coughing. It was the Whoa. it was the weirdest feeling. It was the first time I've ever felt like you can't take a like you can't take a proper breath. Your in. body's and just we all rejecting. Coughing. Jordan's what you're really good at like he's kind of a ninja, and he yeah. knew right away he like put his arm to his sleeve, and he was fine. But I remember like we were going home on the bus, and my fucking heart was like going through palpitations, and I was freaking or whatever and Whoa. I accidentally inhaled crack or whatever it was I don't know what it was but I can only imagine if you were second hand crack they say it's worse yeah French inhale yeah downwind damn <laughs> nope and then every time I every time I saw Jordan for a few times after that he's like hey remember that time you accidentally inhaled crack and he would say it in this really good way that had an awesome like punchline <laughs> awkward hey remember that time you accidentally hit crack and you just look at me with a smile and you'd start laughing because i i've been there it's happened and it can happen it the, can happen the craziest to you. part though is the, one of the girls we were with had heard about it happening in vancouver in that area like it happens more frequently than you would think that Weird. the shit whatever is in that shit is so bad for you that it can be downwind and it was like interesting what we were talking about earlier is if you were to get really fucking dizzy out of nowhere or really sick, you really don't know what you're inhaling. Like yeah. how I said, I got a migraine from exactly. skating Metro Town because yeah. I was probably inhaling fumes and there was fluorescent lights. Like we don't even know. That place is bad to skate, especially around Christmas, just because it's so busy. The ventilation can't be that good. Like you're no. breathing in so much exhaust and if you're you're doing like physical activity in a parking garage that's full of car exhaust you're inhaling a lot of shit i felt so dirty after some of those sessions like um like really lightheaded and like uh, like bubble like head skate, feeling indoor skate park sessions when you blow your nose after oh my god that's disgusting i get that from breathing in dusty though. air really yeah from all well not not as much lately but when there was all the olympic construction i would get really yeah like, or another thing, you would clean the lens of the camera, and then within like thirty seconds, it would have a th like a thin layer of uh, just general like whatever's floating through. And who even knows, right? Yeah. It could be metal pieces, like yeah. molecules of metal that you're just inhaling. You know? Yeah, there's no way we can track any of that shit. That's when I was like, doing construction, fiberglass when they would take that. Oh, and that's so bad. That was bad. Yeah, it was so But it's yeah, the particles are so tiny and they get embedded in your lungs and just wreak havoc. Like what's in our lungs right now? Damn. Even just driving down here, I was in a car. Yeah. Crack. Secondhand crack. Secondhand. 
Are you coming coming skating tomorrow, Dana? I am. I think Sweet. so. I think so. Better. Some performances. It'll be fun, yeah. <laughs> I'm so busted bad. Out. I, I really want to skate that place under the bridge. Yeah. Can be? No, um, Lee side? Yeah. Yeah, Lee yeah. side. I've seen it so many times. It looks looks fun. Yeah. It looks small. It's a little small. It's not that it's small. It's bigger than you would it's it's and there's new stuff. It's lots of weird transitions. Yeah. Like you can't you feel awkward the whole time you're skating there. Because it's not it's homemade skate park. Yeah. So the transitions aren't like perfect. It's skate very park. beautiful too. Yeah. I'm beautiful art, yeah. The, but in terms of like how high up the graffiti goes and how some of the better I don't know much about graffiti, but it's probably some of the better stuff it's that beautiful. you can find in Vancouver because it's kinda yeah. like illegal a legal graffiti spot. Yeah. Um, has anyone done this trick before? Do you ever get like random trick ideas? I find drop like really mundane moments is when I get my best ideas. So like shower, car, uh, walking from one place to another when your body's kind of on autopilot, ideas yeah. can fall. But has anyone ever done a vertical Macchio up something? Like let's just say Dustin Latimer, he or where you just do like a vertical Macchio stall on a on a hor or on a vertical surface, right? Yeah. Has anyone ever like scraped their foot upward and then done a three sixty and then on the way down scraped their foot downward oh, again? Has that been done? Not that I could do it, but ha I think that maybe that's something that could have been done. You've done that like a roll on a, like a slanted. Yeah, ball. but I I want to do it like, and the Macchio would almost have to be step on, like you would almost be like pushing your foot up maybe grind for a shit. little bit and then you would you would almost trick the viewer or or the person watching the trick yeah thinking that you're grinding but your foot's just still on the ground and then push and then do a 360 that would look scrape. fucking Wouldn't beautiful that be a sweet looking trick are you talking about vertical yeah like, it, it doesn't i'm imagining be, like a quarter like, pipe with a with a vertical yeah. Yeah, surface at the top the edge of a, it could even and it's basically just tapping it, it the side of a, it could be on the side of a quarter pipe too yeah, it could be like Sean C. Sean C. does the one where he Macchio's up and stalls and then Macchio's down. Yeah. it would be on something that could could have like a little bit of hang time. And what if there was just more a like steep a ledge that you mac you could also Macchio up, and then at the top, like when you slow down, spin at three sixty and then alley Macchio back down the same ledge. Yeah, and it, and it, you wouldn't have to slide for very long. It would be one of those like futuristic scraper. Yeah tricks or whatever. Damn, that would look good. Yeah. So I was thinking of that. There might be something to do that on Lee's set. But I say now and I'm going to get there and it's probably going to be really hard to do and I'm not able to do it. But yeah. No, I don't think anyone's ever done it. Latimer's the last trick that he does in his word section before the string quartet comes in. But he does vertical macchio the downward way and he comes into it from forward. Do you know what I'm talking about? Instead of doing, he... Isn't it horizontal on like a ceiling? No, the very last trick. I wish we could, I wish I could like, in the future, I'm just gonna be able to like bring it up and project it mm -hmm. into the sky and we'll be able to watch it, but yeah. we're not there yet. It's, if this is the vertical thing where he launches and then lands on it like that and then slides down it for a bit and right. comes out fakie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's okay. so many things that that guy's done that no one's even come close to touching because I've never seen anyone do He's yeah, also he, down. He macchio down a vertical wall. Yeah, he he spun one eighty. Go place with the flooding, right? What? That bit where he did the trick. 
It was just a huge bank. Yeah. Yeah. He just did it on like the vertical side of the wall. And he like he actually threw his body downward and then connected his foot, slid and still came out faking. Came out faking. Yeah. Wow. So I don't know. I I was thinking about that and that's how I thought of I he hasn't done that, but he could probably do it. And another one that he does in terms of vertical he does a vertical to horizontal USD tour in the USD tour video, yeah. like a switch up on... Yeah, that was sick. It's in the hall out of... And he's, he, like, falls the first time, and then there's a shot of him, like, lightly punching the thing that he was trying to do. And he falls. Like, he misses it and falls on his butt the first time. I don't know how... There is a discussion on the... There was a long post on BMAG about someone posted that Chris Farmer, Alex Co, posted that Chris Farmer was GOAT. Do you guys know what GOAT means? Mm-hmm. Or is he GOAT greatest of all time? <laughs> <laughs> um, and that dude's so Leon. GOAT. <laughs> oh, he's Balls. totally GOAT. I don't man. know, no, but it's a rap phrase, isn't it? GOAT is like a rap phrase. Do rappers there's like an LL, like LL Cool J album. His greatest hits album is called Goat. Goat? I think. Hmm. I don't know. We could look up the origin of yeah. it. But, and it made me think of a conversation that Leon and I had that he always said Feinberg was the greatest of all time. Yeah. And I always said Latimer was the greatest of all time. And hmm. it brings up an interesting argument where it's like who pushed the sport and who did everything. I always said Latimer and Leon was adamantly Feinberg and I could almost be swayed depending on my mood. I, I was, think almost I was sometimes more I would be like a Feinberg person yeah. one day and then I would be a Latimer person another. But Latimer is like he's just a little bit above and beyond because of some of he was the first to do so many things, whereas Aaron Feinberg just pushed the well, limits. It, it, yeah, there's so many different ways that you could compare it, they were they pro, they were pushing in different directions. Like Latimer pushed a lot in, in his innovation. He did a lot of a lot of stuff that nobody even today has come close to doing. And the crazy, but in terms of like diverse, just general skill on skates, like Feinberg. and being able to dominate any surface, you gotta say Feinberg. Like he could he could do anything on such a large scale and on a small scale. Yeah, that's true. His in terms of diversity. Feinberg for sure but the is best, the best of all time. But in terms of like raw like innovation, and, yeah, that's true. Hey, someone, yeah, yeah like Latimer was a vision skater. Yeah, and Feinberg Latimer was, was an more athlete. artistic. Yeah, skater. Although Feinberg was an athlete. They're two artists. You can't, you can't do it. <laughs> Leon, though, there is no winner. Years later, after we had that conversation, Leon was Leon was a Latimer person in the end because he, I think he, like myself, I mean. I can't do anything in Dustin Latimer's his words. His realm. His, his second word section, I can't do anything in that section. <laughs> but I think Leon had a similar moment to what I had when it was like three years after seeing that section when we talked about it, that I actually was able to comprehend some of the skating. Like, the first time I saw it, it was so weird that I almost didn't like it yeah. compared to his other section. It's funny how that section got so much hate so much was, hate. people hated that section when they first saw it 
and they were so disappointed in it's that. It's still and, really. Could he? You can show that to a person who doesn't rollerblade, and it's you don't really understand it. It's so outside of anything that you've. It's like playing someone an avant-garde album that maybe still has melodies in it, but you have yeah. to work really hard and maybe listen to the album a bunch of times to understand it. Wow. Like, yeah, his his word section that might, might that might be goat man. That's goat. <laughs> goat. His element section was sim- like similar to the word section where someone brought that up where when you watched elements for the first time, pretty much everything he did in that section was the first time someone had done any of that stuff. Yeah. And we take it for granted now because a lot of that stuff has become standard. Yeah. But but when someone does something and it's never been seen, like that's did, a whole level. Wasn't of, the first trick in that he went up like a big handicap ramp and 540'd over like a wall thing with a big drop and he did like a skate park. That was another thing about Feinberg that I always liked. People who skate street, like skate park. He did like yeah. a big launch smooth 540 on street. When the hell was Elements wow. made? What year was that? I don't know, but I remember being really sick and having like a really bad fever, yeah. but wanting to watch that video because it was like the new video and I would be really sick watching it. And then the songs would get stuck in my head and I always had a really bad feeling about that video afterwards just because of that experience of being so sick and 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 having the songs like stuck in my head like there was a really stupid song like I fucking hate do it. You, do you really want to make me cry? Mace. Do you really want to hurt me? And I remember uh, having that song stuck in my head being really sick like no. I hate it. No. That song is terrible. I have to go watch that video. Ah uh, the the Robert Leavanos one the doom Say hell yeah, hell yeah. Espionage. Fuck. Oh, that's espionage. Here comes my dog, Robert Leavanos. Uh, <laughs> espionage like was a good video though. TJ's to a TJ Weber section. Just petty section. Think of how funny that, that song is now. Is that Elements Two or Elements? Yeah, we're. <laughs> Didn't we like pump that in the car like on the way to skate sessions? When you in your car, on, like sure, on the way to yeah. Cottonwood <laughs> sessions. <laughs> Gripping the wheel. Yes. Sean C had a section in. Uh, was it Elements or Elements Two? He was in Elements Two, I think. Yeah, dude's an OG. He's been in lots of videos. He's been around. What was I gonna say about Elements? Fuck, made me think of his shirt too. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're, my shirts are supposed to be coming in Leon's order. Leon's order that he made, I think, a few months ago. Hmm. The Inri video that I'm gonna buy from Leon isn't any of the Inri videos that he paid Sean C for. He yeah, had to order. <laughs> he had to order it from like inline warehouse or something. Just so we could have it in stock. Wow. But so, he has it? It's dedicated. We should buy it tomorrow. Go buy yeah. It. We can watch it. Yeah. I want to buy it and I want to watch it because Aaron Feinberg has a section in it. Oh, really? shit. No way. The, the goat. <laughs> no, Dustin <laughs> Latimer's the goat. No, Feinberg. I don't care. 
Latimer. Sorry. And then there was another person who brought up, and I thought, like... Matt Salerno. Matt Salerno. Can't fuck with you Matt know who's so fucking good and he doesn't get it? Obviously, he gets credit, but, like, in my mind, he is so good, but it's just as shallow as it sounds like his image and I don't enjoy his sections but if you watch any of them they're so crazy and so good and he just makes skating look effortless Aragon can do yeah, anything yeah. he wants he's kind of the he's kind of the Feinberg of this generation in terms of raw just skill on he, skates but like, like we're talking about I think that guy like works out at the yeah, gym like four or five athlete. times a week yeah, he's he's Feinberg like without the drugs, like or maybe he smokes weed and stuff like that. But he's not. It's pretty he's clean. The exact opposite he's of like dedicated. Uh, yeah. yeah, like he's definitely an athlete, and that's why his skating gets undersold is because he's it's got that polish. Whereas Feinberg, and it la- someone like Feinberg, it's so she, it's you just you think you just know he's gonna land it. There isn't that. Well, because. It's not related to, it's not related to drugs, but it is. It's related to like some of those flaws that you see in someone like Shima or Weinberg skating that almost makes you feel the trick a little bit more. Yeah, and that's it's like raw talent versus like dedication. Like it's yeah, there's so Feinberg's many scales that, that you can. That goes to the bar and then goes yeah. skates competition. Which is uh, fucking amazing. So yeah. if, if he if he actually trained and went to the gym and did all yeah, that, that's true. Could you imagine that's so true. And then like. Latimer, to think of him, he, it's totally like, he pushed his mind so far, the way that he thought about skating, like, who, who knows, it would be so, I think the stories of like, drugs and money and all that stuff behind skating is really interesting, and I would love to know more, but, Feinberg is like, such a cool story, and Latimer is such a cool story about like, how they push their skating and their lives equally, and it kind of came through in their sections, that my point is that thanks babe thank you we I would love dr- to know we are drinking the- vodka and orange juice yeah it's really good my point that I was going to get at is like it's cool to see uh, their personality reflected in some of those sections later on like what what was Latimer like meditating all the time and that's how he came up with all of those trick ideas or it's hard like, to say whether that was an image thing or whether he was actually how living do you come up that with lifestyle that? and like Feinberg like was he fucked up or was he hung over for like his second word section is so crazy like the first well, obviously words are the way that the videos all of the first sections are good and they're interesting, right? But those second sections, Fein, when was the last time you went? Feinberg's second section to that really yeah. good, that hours song. And See, I so feel that good. section so yeah. much more than, than a, 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 a Aragorn section because you can see the you can see the age in his face. He looks tired. Can say he's t- and he like... looks tired and worn out. So it makes those incredible tricks so much more. It gives, has so much more impact. So it's oh, like, wow, that guy looks like shit, but, and look what he's doing. It, it's so inspiring, like, because you just, you look at Aragon, and you just expect him to be flawless, but then Feinberg, you don't expect that guy to be capable of that shit, work, like, work ethic. the scene of him, like, just walking for a long time, like, holding his skates, and there's, like, wheels missing in the skates, and he looks like shit, and, like, his posture is bad, and you're like, fuck, this guy, 
Yeah. He needs to eat some flax or something, <laughs> you know, have some t- some tea. As much as I don't like Shane Coburn, I fucking love the sh- the uh, visual. I'm not much of a like a metaphor person, yeah. but I love the feeling that I get when it's he rolls the penny and then it fades into him skating really was fast. Was it a wheel? It was a wheel. Was it a wheel? Yeah. yeah. I think it was a wheel. I thought it was a penny. A wheel. It was a wheel? Yeah. Oh, God. Well, someone should okay. have done it with his money. Wasn't Don't his, beat yourself up. His theme was money. Like, he woke up in a pile of money at the at the, his first yeah. session, and then I, like, he was rolling up. Maybe you just, like, or whatever. You saw the whole... My version's better than... Yeah, it should have been a penny. <laughs> no... <laughs> No, bro. <laughs> oh, I've had that happen before with words. Oh, like actual words, not the video words. <laughs> Where I've, I've thought... That video yeah, it's a good video. Where I've seen them a certain way and I actually look at the spelling. It's related to that face thing. I'll look at the spelling and be like, holy shit. There was like these two extra letters in it this whole time. I... It's a, it'll be words that I don't ever have to say out loud, and I read them a certain way in my mind. Like, I sometimes see... Words I don't know if that makes words? any sense. No, I see words oh, that's different until I actually look at them. I'll actually look at a word thing, and... thing where your brain will just register quickly, like... Yeah. And yeah. it can be... Words or letters could be backwards, or or even words would be misspelled, but you'll still... You're still read yeah. it. Yeah, that's totally yeah. the thing. That or happens. it's like if, if you're doing lines and you're writing the same word over and over, it you start to look at the word and you're like, is that right? Oh, I told that story is, the other day. Of, did, am I spelling the right? Is what? it T-H-E? <laughs> yeah. Is that right? Because uh, it looks, you don't... You probably have that happen all the time in design stuff when you're, when you're designing... Oh, it's horrible stuff. when you, you stare... If, if I stare at anything for long enough, I just start to hate hate it. <laughs> well, of You're a quote machine. <laughs> <laughs> I think, didn't I say that exact same thing? Well, no, when, I really didn't Brian, I, I was talking thing. to Brian. No, the, t- the tattoo quote. And wasn't I like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. <laughs> And then we like. I think, I said it, and then I realized what I had just said, and we both looked into the bedroom and just started laughing so hard. <laughs> it was less about the content, and it was more about the delivery and the pause and the burst out into laughter. That yeah. It, so what was the quote that you just said? Now, if you stare at something long enough, I just start to hate it. <laughs> I, I was saying. Um, <laughs> Take a picture. <sighs> I was talking about. Remember, you had to make like those bat like. There'd be like a basketball tournament in high school, and you'd have to make like the the posters. You'd paint the posters of the, the <laughs> visiting teams. Oh God! Oh, what a waste of time. Yeah. I guess I guess the experience of it is what hey, matters. You got out of class, man. Yeah. <laughs> but remember, you'd like any title pages or any time you'd be spelling out letters. Some something about spelling out letters larger. I find that I can spell things wrong, like letters can be shifted around because I'm not I don't know why that well I think your brain might be just used to like spelling it out quickly and when you spend so much time on one letter it's almost a completely foreign experience because you need to you know it's just so prolonged 
that you, you, you need to about. actually think about what letter comes next. It's true, like you're more likely to make a mistake. <laughs> yeah, there's words. I can't. And you're focusing on like the, the size of the letter and making it proportionally correct. And there's a yeah. lot more variables going through your head and then you just fuck up that just the most basic part of it. Which That's why is misspelling graffiti it, right? is awesome. This is always Tron Funkin Blow. <laughs> Tron Funkin Blow. <laughs> oh god. There's the classic ones through text messages I still try my best to try and uh, my your and you are. Ooh. I still try and keep those in check. It's and it's is really hard to keep in check. It's and it's? When it corrects when it does the wrong word are you, sometimes are you too lazy and you say, fuck, they know what I mean. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's and it's. It's and it is. Fucking duck. Fucking duck? No, fucking is always. I think duck comes up. Oh, I don't know if I've said this one, but. If you say fuck, it changes fuck, yeah. it to duck. There's some yeah. amazing autocorrects yeah. where I swear the people that programmed it is just fucking <laughs> like. Making jokes. There's a whole website. There's, a, yeah, <laughs> there's some amazing <laughs> ones. The best one that I've had was I'll give you the rundown. To, I'll give you the rub down. Damn. <laughs> yeah, you gotta think there's someone fucking around like, damn, look, it changes it to rub down. Steve won't Steve won't know. Steve won't know. Just leave it in. Yeah. Oh. We should bring He's gonna up. die soon, don't worry about it. <laughs> someone brought up a good or there is the article about Steve Jobs. I don't want to talk about Steve Jobs. <laughs> but someone brought up that he had a lot of money and refused traditional medical treatment. Did you read that article? And that if you had all the money in the world, but you couldn't, like... There's no way he would have put up money to Yeah, that's true. But what I was going to say, yeah, it's weird, hey, to think about, like, do you think he worked so hard? He, was, he, was, he had to be fucking crazy. You know, he worked, he was, I don't think it's healthy to be that ambitious. We're all fucked, hey, our generation. Who knows, like, what the cancer statistics are going to be for us. Like, Who knows? Isn't it one in three right now? Oh, like, one, one of us in this room yeah. is going to have prostate for sure. Yeah. Prostate or, what, prostate or, is it colon? We're like guinea pigs for a Skin lot of stuff. cancer. Right here in this. Oh, room. I already. I know I have skin cancer. Yeah. <laughs> All up in this. This is real deal skin cancer. I eat spicy. I might. I might take the prostate. <laughs> you two got skin. Yeah. <laughs> I. Uh, I am not sun smart. No. I'm the opposite of sun smart. Yeah, I'll I'm have sun stupid. For oil. Well, what's worse, like putting that shit on your skin or just taking the rays? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because don't they say sunscreen? Yeah. I think you're just fucked. You're just fucked. Yeah, don't worry about it, man. Yeah, I always say the thing where it's like, there could be a, a study on the news or in an article that says something's good for you, and then like yeah. two weeks later, there'll be a study that says the opposite thing. Yeah. What I was going to say is, uh, we were talking about it in the car when the Steve Jobs thing you hear people linking. I haven't watched the speech. I'm, sh I'm sure it's probably really good. Like this college speech. The university or whatever. Yeah, but yeah. a lot of people were uh, uh, quoting the follow your passion thing. 
Todd and I were talking about how that's such bullshit, like the follow your passion saying. I think it works for some people. Like, if your passion happens to be making computers and you're really good at making computers and you are brilliant, then yeah, it works. Well, I, I how many people are good at making computers? People? It's fun. <laughs> Like, or if you're passionate about making music and you just happen to have a gift and like I think it it is true in such rare circumstances for most people you got to struggle and you have to do a lot of shit that you don't want to do or else you'll be a you'll be a starving artist and then you'll drive yourself crazy and not be happy and not be able to do anything that's where you know? I think the the it's always it's misinterpreted yeah they need to alter the follow your passion for the next generation yeah. and it should be uh what I, the conclusion that I came to is it's like, use your freedom wisely, and if you follow your passion, you're gonna have to do some shit you don't wanna do yep. to get the freedom. I don't know. There's well, like I see it there. as like, follow your passion. <laughs> a hot new track. Yeah. Make a hot new track. <laughs> follow your passion. Make the hangover song. Part. If you're not balling out, then you have to follow your passion but work shitty jobs as well or follow your passion and, and find crazy. new passions that bring in some money so you can keep do like you got to make money yeah that's true so if your passion isn't making you money you might suck at your passion what if you're really passionate or you're passionate about something you are really good at but you're not going to get paid you're really passionate about rollerblading you're really good at rollerblading yeah are you gonna make money just rollerblading Probably not. No. No. Which it an Anvil? That documentary is a good. That is follow a your passion. Yeah. amazing documentary. It's pretty close. Hey? Pretty yeah. yeah. As close as it gets. That is twenty twenty five years. Yeah. Fuck. Be but prepared. The, the end of that story is really good because they're quite successful now based on that documentary. The documentary helped a lot. Yeah, they can well, tour the now and they're the really well known. The the only that's that's how it like. I found out about that those guys from Steve-O. Steve-O was... Because he, he saw it and just loved yeah. it. Because I and can see why Steve-O would connect yeah. with that because Steve-O is that person who's had a degree of success. Because they talked about it on the Rogan podcast is like, if you are going to follow your passion, like, follow your passion and not worry about Go it. Go hard. You have to be fucking crazy. Yeah. You have to be... Not that you have to be, mm -hmm. but like Steve-O or the guys from Anvil, like, Mentally, you're gonna have to deal with some crazy shit. Yep. But it's just like showing what those guys were doing for work and like the gigs they were getting, and you know, twenty years Bar the, borrowing like, money from oh, family members. Yeah. And Fuck. I almost, I think I cried in that part where even doing the, the tour where nothing happened and it was just like, oh my god. Well, release the release the DVD. Who the fuck cares? Oh Holy God. shit! Yeah, what was the and part? I definitely oh. shed a tear in the part where is what it, his sister decided to give them the money to record yeah. the album. I was like, that was such a crazy moment to think about that like a family member did that for them. That like she she just knew how much that meant to him, and like he was such a he was a person who was super passionate. And who was not going to give up? Like, I love the way yeah. that it painted a picture of that guy. Like, he was that yeah. person. He had no choice. He was that guy. And like, he was addicted. It was his thing. It was... And, oh, man. I've always struggled with that. Because I, there was a point in my life where I did... I, I, I thought that way. And I don't even know what the right answer is. I really don't. Yeah. It's, it, there is no right answer. 
you can you can follow your passion to to the darkest place and whatever you're just gonna die anyway it's just a temporary experience you have to choose how you're gonna spend this temporary thing is the right answer to just get rich and have a really comfortable life Mm -hmm. or is it to follow something that you're really passionate about and be really unhealthy because of it it's about comfort eat mcdonald's all the time because you can't afford decent food or like live off of craft dinner and live in a really shitty place and and be really depressed you know Mm. and be less productive i think too much freedom is a flaw and too too much whatever i don't even know what would be on the other side of that in in soft focus or whatever the host of soft focus on vice he was like had his legs crossed and he was like um i I always thought that too much freedom means you end up as a junkie like in his hip voice or whatever but I always thought about that as like if you do go down the artist path like it is quite self-destructive that it can, you can be you could take the artist path and have like a professional side but that's yeah. hard too but what's on the other side like you don't want to go too far in the other direction there's some kind of weird sway in the middle thing yeah, that's what it's all about. It's I like think, some comfort zone between the two things. Yeah, no matter what path you're on, every day is a new day, and you like you can still decide, like you can decide to make choices within that path that are that are good. You know, like just taking oh, just oh, taking yeah. a path. It doesn't mean that everything's going to be all right. You're going on the right quote the quote unquote the right path. You just have every to go day. On you have to wake up and you have to make decisions. You have to make decisions to 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 face your fears and not hide inside or do things that you're afraid to do and constantly push yourself out of your comfort zones. I'm being made fun of while I'm talking because I'm waving my arms around. But it's the truth. Every day is a new day. You have to wake up. It's true. And you have to deal with You always have to deal with shit. It's true. No matter what's... Like, there's so so I don't think there's a right path. It's just constantly making right decisions. And then if you wake up and you're really passionate about something, but you have to go to work, you'll make decisions so that at the end of the day, you are still, you still have energy and passion and focus to do that. I think Even it, if it's just for a half hour or an hour. So is it follow your passion, go outside of your comfort zone, and be challenged by doing shit you don't want to do? Go outside your comfort zone. Don't define yourself. Oh, that one's a big one. Get don't. laid. Have fun. Don't put over-identify effort. with anything. Yep. Put a lot of effort into <gasps> shit. Don't be afraid to suck. This is the second orange juice that I've like Don't be shaken. afraid to suck. That's a big one. I that girl. Oh man. Like she does that. There was one time where like I kind of knocked like a lamp and she did like the girl thing where I was like <gasps> and in my head I was like oh my god why did you just oh. break your arm? <laughs> Girls are really good at going like they do that inhale and it's like yeah. it gives I just me, stabbed a knife oh my into God, my like, stomach. My appointment was at three thirty. <laughs> or like you're driving, what? you're driving the car and you want to like slam on the oh brakes because you hear that. <gasps> and it's like, what did I what? just kill a child? <laughs> <laughs> but it's good. No, we say it must be some kind of um, like a male female like we. We're not able to make that sound to alert other males, so we need females to make that sound but to alert us to it, trouble. But when we do it, males get really mad at us, like especially driving. Totally, don't do that. 
and then he's like using his hands to like scold me. He's not even paying attention to the road, and everything becomes even more dangerous. Because it incites anxiety, yeah. Yeah. So, and then followed by the anxiety is anger. Why'd you do that to me? We can't make yeah. that sound because the first thing that I thought of when I heard the sound is that you cut yourself. I always I associate just, it just with twice now, just, like, just flipped and poured yeah. it all over the fucking floor. <laughs> Instantly, this worst is a, case. This is a uh, special drink just for you, Dana. Thank you, Carly. Enjoy. What's it got in it? Yeah, what's it got? <laughs> oh, I pissed in it. <laughs> what? There's nothing wrong with this. Oh, good. It's gin. It's not vodka anymore. It's been on gin and some crushed juice. up pharmaceuticals. It tastes better. Yeah. Yeah. You're gonna sleep well tonight. <laughs> you never know with me. <laughs> Man, I would love that if there was crushed up pharmaceuticals in my drink. I can Actually, make that happen ASAP. Nothing speedy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded so bad. Nothing speedy. <laughs> Have you guys seen Withnail and I? No. Oh fuck! It is Withnail and I. Withnail and I. Withnail and I. It's a clash, classic British comedy. And there's a character on there that's oh, fucking amazing, and I won't even try and explain the part, but it's about that, like, him talking about taking, um, pills, and just the way that... fighting. No, it's like, he's so fucked up, like, the, <laughs> their fucked up friend that just looks so sketchy, and the guy challenges him, like, oh, anything I could take, take two of, and he just goes on this really fucked up, slow British rant about... How many, how many drugs he can take, and it's, it's amazing. It's one of those movies where, like, the world of what the characters are saying, you get so into it. that British, the way they deliver their lines. It's yeah. like, pretty much every line in that movie is something you, want. you could just, you don't even have to see the movie, you could just type in with Nail and I on YouTube, and it's one of those things where you'll just end up watching a bunch of clips from it, because it's so entertaining. British people okay, I get sucked into fucking awesome. vortexes Here, Here's my question, like, we, we can all agree that British people have amazing charisma when they talk, right? And, and their, their voice has such a rhythm to it, and the accent is so pleasurable to listen oh, to. Oh, their humor is incredible, too. They're, yeah. They're... Just, like, there's a rhythm of their voice. It almost doesn't even matter what they're saying. It's just musical. It's pleasurable to listen to. But when you listen to, like, a, a Canadian talk, we, to me, like, we sound really boring. Now, is that just because I'm so used to the way we talk that it's, it it's just sounds really... Like, we're white guys. We are white Canadian guys. Oh, an Australian... We got no like swag, like, dog! Aust Aust so am I really doing this? What? No, Matt. We don't want... What, what is that? It's just... Uh, T3s? Yeah. Okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> but that's like eight. <laughs> No, it's only it's like one. Uh, well, there's there's a bunch. I'll just rail the rest. Is everyone though with the, what? What you call um, Is everyone not with an accent, but thinks that way towards other people? Yeah, like do British people look at Canadian accent and they're like, yeah, Dang, he's got, man, he's got flow. I love the Canadian accent. I don't think so. Uh, I think we sound lame. Canadians sound a little bit different than Americans, I think. And Western Canada is different from Very Eastern different. Canada. Very yeah, yeah. And like Southern, Western, like Southern yeah. American. Danny Beer's got a cool accent. Danny Beer has like a, just a little inflection of Irish. Yep. In his yeah. accent. The Newfies have 
of a cool. Um, so is that just because it's different? Just because we're not y used to hearing it, that we perceive it as being kind of like interesting and cool? What? I don't know. I just feel nervous. Like. I'm going to be foaming at the mouth in a couple hours. don't have a seizure. What are we at? I'm so excited to go rollerblading tomorrow. It's not that late, though, is it? No. Um, We're an hour into but this. I, I don't know, because Scottish is, Scottish is, Scottish is probably my favorite accent. Irish can be like, what are you saying? I don't even know what you're saying. Like, it can be really thick and less polite sounding, but still kind of interesting. British can be very flowy. Australian is just fucking obnoxious. But there's a perception that goes along with it. There's That's experiences weird. that you've had that have led to you not I enjoying still, the sound of an Australian accent. But like, but what no, happened, but Joey? what happened? Uh, I just I lots really of things. I'm not going to get no, into I it. No, I really have. No, as for as long as I can remember, I just have not en enjoyed that accent. Well, mate. Come <laughs> uh, on, mate. Just let me uh, take your girl into the room. It's no, no big deal. No, it's not even that me. because there could be. <laughs> there could that be was a, probably the worst. Impression of an Australian accent. Yeah, that was back and forth. But not what? Not the context. Just the sound. No, but there could be a Scottish guy that's obnoxious. There's obnoxious people in every. It's the sound of the Australian accent, and I I want to go to Australia and everything. It's the sound of it is everything sounds sarcastic almost like the upward inflection, whereas Scottish there could be like a dickhead, but he's still. There's gonna be like dickheads in every culture, but Scottish so sounds really Scottish. <laughs> like Scottish yeah. is a really polite sounding, and they're fucking funny too. Like obviously, yeah, there's cultural reference points for each person with an yeah. accent. But like, if you ever watch interviews with Mogwai, the band Mogwai, they're they're Scottish, and they're uh, everything that they <laughs> everything that they say is so. F uh, they're almost like really grumpy, but they're. Uh, they'll speak their mind and there's something about the Scottish accent whereas like maybe we would sound like dicks if we talk like them but there's the Scottish accent placed on it and there seems to be there like, seems to be a lot of um, like there's an arrogant one and a, and a humble one and my examples are like the American accent is like like I know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about and you can suck my dick if you don't like or there's like the Canadian like yeah, um, I know that, like, I'm, I have my weaknesses and, and, and you know, like, yeah, the humble ver true. there's the American to the Canadian, there's the Australian to the New Zealand, there's the English to the Scottish, Oh, you know, like, there's yeah, the arrogant one and the, the, and the more humble version yeah. that's kind of similar, but they're, like, they're, it's a smaller, less yeah. successful com Kiwis country, so it's just... Kiwis are more polite sounding. Yeah. That, right? Like, New Zealanders are typically more friendly and, and more humble than Australians. Australians are arrogant. It's like, well, it's very that's weird. Like, when you think about it, like, why, why is that? Why? It's like the bigger country. It's, well, it's a cultural media, difference. Media, like, Yin and Yang? I don't know. Yeah. I guess you have to have the, the one balance. Up There's something about... Apparently, Canadians, we fucking apologize for everything, apparently. Yeah. That we apologize all the time. Yeah. We're really, typically, like, we're typically really humble. And, yeah. Remember when we, when we, during the Europe trip, you get so mad. You'd be like, people keep fucking apologizing to me for doing oh, I make, I'm, 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 I make a point not to apologize. Unless I really did I apologize. Like you hate that I apologize all the time. People have called me on apologizing for way too many things. I apologize. Like, you apologize for sitting on a bench beside someone. Like, I'm sorry, I'm sitting there. <laughs> 
Well, sometimes it's like I could be that's a okay. reflection of me. Like I it's really a bench. Like, I really like my personal space. So if they were there first, like sometimes I can say sorry. Invading the bubble. Yeah. yeah, like my bubble's pretty distinct. Yeah, that probably comes from your like sensitivity to to the things around you, so that you, so you're like more sensitive to other people's the way they're perceiving things. So like if you're sensitive. if you're bothering, like sorry, sorry, because you if you were them you might feel a sense of like, oh, I was like in this really meditative moment on this bench and then this fucking stinky asshole sits beside me in rollerblades and his buddy's filming him and he's just like ruined my world right now. And then the hangover song comes on. Oh my God. And I'm God. getting a root canal. Fuck. That was like, <laughs> big reason I couldn't, I couldn't live here for too long is because I, because of my sensitivity. Yeah. It's a, crazy fucking place if you're sensitive to lots of things it's a crazy place to be cities it's not vancouver in general it's cities yeah or like i can only take in so much you have, i like that though yeah, because yeah. i've learned that about myself over time i didn't know why i felt shitty when i was younger and now yeah. i know like a lot of that is you, if you write if you go it's interesting you don't have to write it's like any type of introspection you can meditate or think or listen to music and the more you actually think about yourself and why you're feeling the way that you do you learn shit so I like that now I, yeah. I'm there's so many nuances now about why I feel the way that I do I'm getting better but what, you have to think like if you're a, if you're well adjusted to a city atmosphere or you you're not bothered by like the office setting there's got to be a high level of just like tuning a lot of shit out which is a skill or but you're you're because you're just ignoring it. You get in a in a a habit of just ignoring the world around you to yeah. make yourself feel better. But you're just ignoring the world. You're not observing what the fuck is going on. You, you oh, know, like oh, it's yeah. like a healthy person, quote unquote, is not that healthy. They're just they're good at ignoring shit, and they're good at just not giving a fuck about well, anything. It's it's like um, that the. Oh God! What is the Lazy Man's Guide to Enlightenment? But the most important phrase from that book is "All states of consciousness are available right now," and it's related to like you. You don't have to take any drugs to alter your consciousness. Although I was high on caffeine and yeah. and drank a lot of beer when I lived in Vancouver. That's just I I drank a lot of beer. You want to have I a good time? A of, I ate a lot of food. I drank a lot of beer and I drank coffee. Like that's what I did. I always had headphones in. I had to alter my consciousness to like get through the city but like if you are really fucking good you could maybe not take anything and tap into like change your consciousness without any drugs yeah. I don't know I always thought about that but you have to be so good at knowing so yourself so my question to you is like <laughs> have, do you try have you tried like to tune things out do you tr when, when certain things really bother you do you try different techniques to like just focus on other things or try to ignore the song on the radio try to just maybe close your eyes and just basically zone out or like try to Te not take in the stimulation or uh, there's some small techniques that you can do but everything for me rides on my experience of time is a lot different where I sometimes need like days of doing things to rebalance myself out. I might need, there's like a certain amount of things that I have to do for, to be in that office and to be in a good mood for the song not to bother me. 
like that we were talking about the right, button right. earlier. My button got pushed because I got up and I probably didn't do a lot of stuff and went straight to the doctor. Whereas like if I had just gotten off of skating, I could probably laugh at that song and maybe like even talk to someone in the office and be like about how ridiculous like, it maybe is. Maybe engage someone and not even talk about how I hate the song. Like I could be like just in a really good mood. Yeah, if I was yeah. like walking in nature and exercising and writing and doing like a bunch of shit leading up to I'd be like in this mood where I'd be like, What do you think of this song? Like to the person <laughs> but instead I was like stuck in my own world. So it's not really there's not there's like little techniques that you can do, but it really depends on how you're living leading like up more to like that more like preventative, moment. like the stuff that yeah, you're doing. Yeah, and it's and preventative. It's it. not little things. It's actually like how you live from day to day. Like you have to, and it's different for every person. But you have to be really careful about, or you have to know yourself. You have to know the things that enhance your consciousness. Like yeah. how I say it, it's not In related to drugs. It's like it's yoga and it's writing and it's listening to music and having recharge time and getting enough sleep and drinking enough water or fucking eating is such yeah. a big one. You might be in the worst mood ever and you'd be like, Oh my God, I need to eat something. Like, yeah. I could have maybe not eaten breakfast and had coffee and the song was bugging me because of that one yeah. thing. You know? I, so, I agree with everything that you're saying, but I also think there's, there's also another extreme where you become there. You, it's possible to become so concerned with what happens like your habits and the food that you eat and certain things that you need to do and that becomes an obsession in itself and you get stressed if you if you don't eat really healthy or if you don't exercise or if you don't you know like you can become so focused on it you can become addicted to health almost and that can almost become a negative thing oh that's so like i've seen people around me just be so obsessed with like if they if they're in a situation where it's late at night and they haven't eaten and they have to eat McDonald's, they're just, they're it's, fucked. It's the <laughs> they're fucked. where you get obsessed with routine. And, yeah. yeah, oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Routine is the death of creativity. Um, I, I, <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> what, I, what I have to say about that, <laughs> the secret to what, it's related to what we were talking about, where it's like, you, you can go down, <laughs> the artist's, path or whatever the fuck follow your passion or you can work really hard and make lots of money wait a minute okay just deny all the the impulses the secret is to not over identify with one thing and do as many different things as possible and keep a variety and adventure in your life whether it be eating food within reason and all within moderation i think that's what it is like sometimes the things did I just fucking I think I lost you guys no 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 okay it's like um, that's just one that's a, that's a way okay. to look at it um, like I'll be really bad with I'll say oh fuck I don't want to I don't want to drink I hate being hungover or whatever but I can have there'll be days where like I'm hungover and I have really good ideas from being hungover yeah yeah like it's all all of within reason I say like you have to be yeah, yeah. smart about what you do or like I thought I never wanted to, I thought like I didn't like hockey I played it again and when I played hockey it released a bunch of shit in my life it was yeah. like a reflection of other things in my life so a big God, thing what was your original question because I can break it down <laughs> you were just talking about oh becoming obsessed uh, uh, you becoming yeah, yeah. obsessed with obsessed things. with certain um, habits yeah that's why I think it's 
it's just it's good to mix it up. Yeah, the moderation for everything. And, and 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 I think realizing that you don't have all the answers and being open to being open to um, experiences that you wouldn't even like think of on your own. Realizing like just kind of being humble because so much happens by accident. So mm-hmm. many experiences like like realizing that you like playing hockey, realizing that it's being open. Hey, soccer's pretty fun. It's right or, in the way. Yeah, being open and having a bunch of different lenses instead of one. Or not even knowing that you have different lenses that you can see things with. Trying different lenses. Yeah, just just yeah, being just free to experiment. And life is just you wake up in the morning, what am I gonna do today? I think I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go I'm going horse riding today. You survive? I'm gonna ride a horse. Yeah, and maybe tomorrow, maybe I'll go skydiving. I whoa, 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 whoa! Today, I'm gonna wear my shoes on my hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah! Let's wear our shoes on our hands tomorrow. <laughs> well, yeah, but <laughs> it's all about the whole. It's all about the hole. I was talking about the hole last night to someone. W-H-O-L-E or H-O-L-E? Well, that's an interesting... It can switch between... Everyone's got the hole, right? H-O-L-E? A hole that they need to fill. Fill. Yeah. You fill it with something. Yeah. And if you're doing too much of one thing that you really like, other holes come up and then you fill that one. And I don't know if that makes any sense. Yeah. Like, I just pause between clips and like you have a hole and you gotta fill it. No, I was talking about from, uh, from me, I was coming when I was talking about this, I'm re- I can explain this very well. It was from a breakup standpoint, when you go through a breakup, there's a hole yeah. that you're like, oh yeah, I was this like I was a separate entity from this person. And then there's the hole and that's why you feel shitty because there's an empty part. And then you fill it up with things that maybe you forgot that you did before or like certain aspects of your personality oh, that I you yet remember who you were <laughs> no well <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true everyone does have a hole I, uh, that's what I don't I think saying. that's what not a physical hole oh you're talking you're thinking about yeah. this hole oh, and you put something in it and then when it's full you can try other holes yeah humans love to put uh, shit in their holes oh yeah put it in this hole Okay, they were talking about on the Joe Rogan podcast. Is this fucking true? There's videos of guys fisting their dick hole. Okay, I've never seen that, but I don't ever want to see that. Carly Carly wanted to put a catheter in me once, like when she was studying for nursing. She wanted to do a catheter. I'm like, fuck no. We're we're talking about one of the Joe Rogan podcasts. Apparently, there's videos. And this, didn't he say, like Brian was talking about? It's a. They no, start. Didn't they say fist? Not fist they they end up fisting like, pinky like pinking guys' urethras. Pinking? Like they slowly insert something small and it slowly gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And they can just bang a dude's dick like a bang a dude's a urethra. Pinker, yeah. Yeah, like a pinky. Because like, when you have an, a test for STDs when they swab, they use a Q tip that's like three or four times the size of a regular Q tip. Oh, God, stop it. I but you, I don't know why you're going off about the catheterization. I, I, I injected you with things. Yeah, but when it's going into your dick, it's just... I gotta pee. I have to pee, too. He's like, she tried to catheterize me. I, I took a needle and practiced poking him and injecting him with things. 
I yeah. Vitamin B12 shots for yeah. practice. We're going to take a little break here. <laughs> Pause it. Yeah. That's how we're going Torques both ways. No one does that. No one does any of this shit. That was Switch, right? No. Was it? No. He doesn't have no, Switch, it. dude. Latimer. He doesn't need it. And that? All of it so far ahead of this time. Definitely looking at obstacles differently. And he's chilling on everything. He's just feeling it out. He's not really doing tricks so much. He's just skating around. I'm Dustin Latimer. I can do everything. Or I'm so fucking hurt. I can't do that. Oh, is that your theory? No, I, I, I think it. I think it's. Uh, it's up there. It's how many concussions has he had? Well, he can still skate. He, he hurt his ankle. He blew his ankle. His ankle. He tore it out mountain biking. That. Yeah, that doesn't make sense for mountain biking. So what? Were you recording there? Yeah. Oh, you were. Are you still? I heard those friends sucked. The diamond friends. You can do the bolts really tight. And where's my only cigarette? Please think for me. I can't bear to. iPhones. This. Why is that shit doing that shit? Shit doing much. My speakers. I always hated how it went to him in really crispy clothing after the bum thing. He had like brand new skates, brand new shorts, brand new shirts. Yeah, that's true, right? Has anyone even done that? He hits the wall, all pissed off, but did it. Oh, it's a penny. Oh. You guys gotta listen to me more often. 
Like the holy fool. Listen to the holy fool. Shit. <laughs> it looked like a wheel. Yeah. There was many. All these years. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Is over. <laughs> he did it switch. Far side. And then far side. Oh. That this. trick yeah. is amazing. To a thin ledge rule. I like this. This holds up. It's like better than yeah. pretty much all videos that are out now. It's like skinny is so sick right now. It's bought so much. No. No. Look at Feinberg when he did fucking 10 years ago. It's it's not like... <sighs> Look at how high oh. that ledge is. And transfers. Doesn't they fast slide this too? <laughs> just it's, it's not, he's not trying to prove anything. He's just... Fucking good at every spot he goes to. Pretty him. much. There's no standard. He doesn't have to do it. Like that. Awesome. Isn't that one of the better yeah. set slide tricks ever done? Didn't did he get a quote where he just finds the, that part so good? He just finds the hardest thing, the hardest to, thing to do at every spot. spot it does. <laughs> Your first try, that's like. You gotta fix your speakers. Damn. Oh, and this? Yeah. It would have been around 2002. It was way ahead of its time. Yeah. Because Brain Fear Gone, we would have saw before How to Be Unpopular came out. We saw Brain Fear Gone in like 2000. The year 2000. Yeah, 2000 was. Were you there when we first watched it? Buttles was there? Brain Fear Gone? Really? Yeah, we had like a premiere. I remember I was in The White Fifth Elements that time? White and blue? No, you were never in Fifth Elements. You were in Kutais. Oh yeah, they were Kutais. They were very similar to Fifth Elements. Yeah, they were Kutais. Hey, you've hit your face like I have before. Where, where yeah, on my it. nose. You got it just on your nose, hey? Yeah. Scary. Have you ever hit your face? Very slow. Like, but it wasn't really hitting our face. It's like... You, you hit, hit your face in second. dirt. You know, I've hit it a bunch of times. I've hit it four times or five Last times. Last trip to like, I was driving by the rail. It was just... How did how did that go down? Oh, the, the really bad one. Was that not the Cottonwood down Riverside? Riverside? I don't know. I'm pretty sure Is I got my foot caught in it. But yeah. our bodies are designed concussions. The way they're designed is you're supposed to forget the actual accident. Which is good. Well, your brain's just not capable of like retaining the memory yeah. once it's like slammed like that. Yeah. Just, well, like, I'll keep my brain. Oh. It. <laughs> I'm I pretty... saw that. I saw that. Hey, I was I was um, between the ninth stair and the sixth stair, yeah. and I saw you jump on top acid. And if you think of the way I was seeing it, there was a horizon, yeah. and you just fell face first below the horizon. That's all I saw. Fuck, and I'm it was just pretty silent. sure I got and I was my like, oh my god and I rolled up and you were just like on your hands and knees bleeding from your face like oh my god it was so scary it was a really crazy experience because I it was my first thing where part of my consciousness or part of my memory was just lost like yeah even drinking or probably in high school when I was like I was saying earlier, like, first discovering hard alcohol, I had a couple moments where I didn't know, like, in terms of the speed you drank mm, it. That was yeah. the first time I experienced, like, Get you. memory loss. Well, you came to and you're like, what happened? What happened? Yeah. I didn't... What happened? And I'm like, you fell on your fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking did. I'm what? pretty sure 
because like right now I think about it, I would do yeah. that. That was a normal thing. I would get to Riverside and I would always hit those two rails yeah. in a row. Yeah, I, and, I and it didn't seem like a big deal. I used no. to do that all the time until I saw you fucking pretty fall. sure I, I've never t- done that rail. People won't since. be able to see what I'm doing right now, but I'm pretty sure this is the rail and this is the ledge. Yeah. I got that foot caught, and in yeah, terms of top, the way your top side I throw foot. into my top acids, I don't lean back, I kind of lean forward, so yeah. if that foot got caught, it would have Face first, forward like that, cement. and on this side. Boom. So it was the... I haven't really hit many rails against ledges. Those Fuck. ones specifically, the space is just enough for your foot to get caught and swing you forward. I hope that doesn't happen tomorrow. <laughs> Sound effects. There's not even... By Carly. <laughs> Thanks, babe. Fuck, my ass gets so sweaty when I sit in leather chairs for a long period of time. And start pacing. Fuck. You guys see, is there, a mark, is there a sweat mark on my ass? On my boxers? Is that sweaty? Yeah, there's a little... Uh, there's oh, a hole there's a sweat. your balls are hanging out. Is there a hole in my boxers? Yeah. He has a sweat vagina. A sweat, like oh. sweat. my pussy's getting wet sitting it's on this girl, chair. A girl, a girl, a girl, a girl cheese sandwich. I got a girl cheese sandwich, Ron. That's what he calls my vagina. <laughs> girl cheese sandwich. I have a sandwich. really, really funny thing to say. You might want to listen to this too. <laughs> I'm listening. And there's probably not a lot. Well, maybe if I have kids one day and they listen to this podcast, they'll be laughing. Or certain people. Not a lot of people listen to this podcast. But since <laughs> I'm not a huge porn person at all. Yeah. Like, I've never been an internet porn or porn person yeah. at all, but not having, uh, like, a girl around. Yeah. I, uh... You need some... You need some incentive. I went to UPorn for the first time. <laughs> Do you know that site? UPorn? Yeah, UPorn. It, it's pretty telling. Do you know that site, Todd? <laughs> no, I don't know that site. I have a very... No, no, no. Yeah, no, <laughs> no. Nah, nah, nah. Like, I don't even like if he masturbates in the bathroom. You pour... How do you, you porn? Have you heard of the site though? I've heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, tell your story, okay. dude. Yeah. Jesus. Um, the only thing that I'm gonna say to the story is I can see how people to bring it back to the moderation thing. That yeah. I like I've never been a porn person ever, but I can see how people could get fucking hooked oh, on doing that. Like really unhealthy. Porn. Like not that I'm not I'm not that person, but I could see in terms of like. I've always been in terms of sexual maintenance. I've done it very simply on my own. And if you can, just get it done. But I'll cut it off very quickly. But I just stick something in your ass and whack off. That's cool. Internet. What? (laughs) So, so your story is that your girlfriend's away and you've been masturbating a lot to youporn.com. No, not a lot. But I, I, I did it. Tried it. I tried it, and it felt really fucking weird, and I kind of fell into Why? It just felt I've weird. I've, like, searched Craigslist ads, and it's like, I have to go to the gay section, and there's, like, dick pictures all over the place. I'm like, I find a, a decent dick, and it does the trick, and away I go. You know we're recording, right? Yeah. Really? You just look at a dick picture, and just, I oh! I literally have to be, like, on search man on man, and it'll be, like, Craigslist? every ad, it's, like, Gay men trying to meet up with other gay men, which is awesome. There's got to be some nasty dick on Craigslist. Yeah, okay, there's got to be better sites no, out there, babe. They're all trimmed, like they really maintain their man's. Yeah, I guess if you're putting your dick on Craigslist, then and this is the thing, if you want someone to call you, if you have a big nasty 
That's true. Fucking dick. Yeah. People are gonna be like, oh, I don't want that dick in my Actually, mouth. you made me think of the good part, the, the awesome part added to the story. I found that I actually have very specific preferences if I was to watch porno. So what do you I, like in porn? I want to see... A big rump. Lesbians. Ooh. I don't want to see any men. I want to see just girls, and I want it to be not classic, like, porn. I don't want, uh, like, the gross... You want like, realistic sex? I want realistic... Looking. So you don't like fake tits? <laughs> no. And, and, and You don't like like oil and shit? No. Or like um like and it's bad that this is recording, but I thought like I'd d- double uh, penetration. Midgets. No, you don't like, like midgets. midgets. But it was just funny to think about. I didn't know that I had a preference in terms of like so your, this had educational value preference. for you. Your girlfriend being away and you whacking it to porn, you learned something about yourself. <laughs> yeah. I did. You gotta be open to new experiences. Yeah, that's babe. right. Well, I'm, that's a wonderful thing to share. And um, some of them are. And you gotta, you gotta get your rock to that site yeah. of grossness, and that's why I can't. I can't do it too much. Where I just think of like some of those people. This is where like my mind just overthink things. Where I can't really do it because I think of they're doing those things to get money for like drugs or. I like, tried to convince Todd to just if it, to record my vagina. And me just like masturbating, and for money, but it wouldn't show me. It'd be just close-ups, and then people could buy like it'd be like two dollars to download this thirty-second clip of me, my vagina, basically. And then he was so upset that I would even consider that. But they hey, well, you'd be upset face. if he if he yeah. did it. You know we're recording, right? It brings in the cash, and it was just his wiener and not his face, and no one knew it was him. There wasn't like ToddMcInerney.com. It was like some. Sleeve, you never know it was him. I would like be his muse. To Yo, if you got a voyeuristic fantasy, we can film and no, whatever. It's not. They were talking about that on the Rogan. Let's make some money. Voyeur, it's not at all a fantasy. I'm not, not voyeuristic like uh, I opened up Pandora's box. <laughs> it's a money. I strictly yeah. would do it for money. As long as it's it's nobody would know it was me. I'd be a secret porn star. There's a weird karma thing though. In that. I think they were no, talking about on the Joe Rogan podcast that apparently. What was it for that it's a popular thing with guys, what you were just talking about, that to do that it's not showing your it's not showing anything, but yeah. that is what was it, ten dollars per minute or something? Really? Oh I do it. No, but all for day guys. Long. No, for guys. Oh, women are that less. apparently it was they were talking about it was really popular for girls. So if you like jerk to, off and and film it, but just like your dick and a little bit of your stomach and your legs. I think that's what it and was. I like totally, pay you know what? If, it was something like pay for a three minute download of this dude jerking like, off. I honestly, I wouldn't be upset. And that's how they got into it. talking about the sticking the pencils. Imagine, the imagine if you were the most successful jerk offer in the, like that was what you did. Like, <laughs> so what do you do for a living? I jack off. But that lowers your sperm count, and it's like lowers your sperm. Hey, count. okay, it's healthy is, to jizz a lot. No, no, not a lot. It's what is the too regularly? What, what is? That's why, you do it. That's why they say what when is people moderation? are trying to get when people are trying to from get a pregnant. Though, standpoint. okay, from the standpoint of trying to get pregnant, a, a gynecologist OBGYN wouldn't it, like during ovulation. They don't say just have sex every single day, because. Every yeah, time. that's because you want to save up a big load and then shoot a big load into the vagina. Right, but you guys are, you guys are, con- the difference between men and women is women, I'm born with all of the eggs that I have. So every time I ovulate, have my period, it's, it is it's what it is. It's not like I'm reproducing additional eggs. 
you guys are constantly reproducing sperm. Oh, you know, mad producing going on up in this. So if you constantly, I'm constantly producing. Shut up. I just build up, build up, build up. That shit's gotta come out at some point. Answering this, and I'll go back to Jersey Shore. Todd, shush. So basically, if you ejaculate and haven't recently, then there's more. Basically, in that load, there's more sperm. Yeah, yeah. If the very next day you have sex again, there you haven't had time. So yeah, that's what I said. You got to build up a big load. But, yeah, basically. Yeah. So what is moderation so for what masturbation? What they say, well, for trying for the every purposes day. of getting pregnant, it's every other day during ovulation. Yeah, and that is. The it's max. not like it's Normally not like it has no. One, I think it's every seventy-two hours or something. Guys like are machines. Yeah, there is no it doesn't have a long-term effect. It's not like if you jerk off all the time, suddenly you're not going to start. I think twice sperm. a day is unhealthy. Once a day is even unhealthy. No, it's not unhealthy. Hey, man, I feel great. Yeah. <laughs> twice. Look a day at this guy. Look. Look at the smile on that guy's face. <laughs> okay. Play squash. You know, his no, dick might up. hurt a little no, bit. It might be a little bit like raw, but look at that smile. Dana. Yeah, when he was in the bathroom. Okay, fuck. Every time Dana yeah. comes here, he takes a dump. And takes his sweet time. Really? Okay, you know what's, a, it's a, <laughs> no, you know what's the funniest? He does the mastery, but every time he comes here, he takes a dump. You know what's the really funny thing? Is that, remember the first time, were you there when we were talking about this? The first time that we all admitted to... Jerking off. To jerking off. Yeah, because there's a period where, where guys... you even talking. Get up and get your own drink. <laughs> this whole time, he's been going like this to me. So I just... For the people playing. living at home, we made listening, Dana is making hand signals to, to tell Carly to get him a drink. And the hand signal's really similar to Team America when their signal was like... <laughs> like That's the, the really Joey looking at me sometimes. Indiscreet, <laughs> like when you're in trouble, make the indiscreet warning sign. That's a good movie. I Team America. Team America is like... awesome. Team America is awesome. So they stop. Fardo. Fuck yeah. Starbucks. Have you seen the South Park? There's a new South Park documentary. <laughs> what? There's a new South Park documentary. I was gonna say. Have you seen? I, I tried to look it up. You know what I fucking hate is that uh, content is always blocked. Canada. There's like I hate lots that too. Lots of shit that we can... the There's it was yeah. We you got it's got to be an easy way. You just like a get a proxy you... like proxy a server in the states and they just yeah. Like, you can apparently borrow like an IP address. Yeah. Just Google and it. You man. can get um done and done Netflix through it. Like, yeah, which yeah. is like that's like the Oracle. I had Spotify for a while, oh, which is unavailable in the states. Because you have Apple TV. Yeah. How is that? Uh, the download speed sometimes can be weird and slow, but in terms of okay, getting... I shouldn't say how is it. I, what is it? More? What is it? Yeah. How is this what, thing? How? I don't know I, what it is. Like when? We're, we're talking, what? And how? We're talking earlier about um, uh, what's his name? Rose. Uh, Kevin Rose. Rose. Kevin Rose. Yeah. And uh, he had made a comment about uh, the new Apple TV box and how it's it's actually. But it's, it it could give cable like Shaw and, and the, who else is a provider? Oh really? Like a run from like Apple. Fuck, it's, it's I supposed didn't to be pretty that. like. Apparently huge. the newer Netflix or sorry the newer Apple TV has Netflix built in it. The the Apple TV that we have we use it's awesome. Oh. I can't remember. I made one that one was looked super a, stiff. One was for Dana, and that was a stiff one. With like a clear layer floating on top. <laughs> <laughs> Carly, 
Carly has just <laughs> delivered. <laughs> Carly has just yeah. delivered some gin and orange juices to Dana and Joey. We'll see if you make this signal to me again. Apple TV Don't is. Don't do it on the couch. <laughs> Apple TV is really cool for new releases. Instead of going to a store, there's stuff that comes on iTunes Store before. For the movies, like you have to, you have to pay for the movies on Apple yeah, TV. Yeah, like three ninety nine. But you can access your your drive, so if you have them on your computer, that and that part, you can watch it on TV. Watch, it's Wi-Fi, right? It yeah. syncs with your computer. Yeah, somewhere. that's cool. Yeah. But the syncing, in terms of, we have an older model my dad got like the newer little one and we yeah. we borrowed the older one and we we actually use it more than we thought so we haven't given it back yet yeah. but uh, the older one's bad with the syncing but I think they've they started to master it and it's it is it's like slow with the syncing or like drops uh, off yeah and it could just be like I don't really I always feel like Apple products should just work <laughs> instead of kind of it's the it's an Apple product that doesn't feel like an Apple product because the syncing can kind of be weird and slow mm. and things. but the newer one's pretty good, and in terms of a futuristic device that should be like a media content provider thing, I think it's going to be pretty awesome. Can you they access... just haven't mastered it yet. It's been kind of a fail. Like it's not, yeah, it's yeah. not a standard. Like it's the first one. But it's surprising yeah. how much we use it in terms of instead of going to a movie store. It just sounds like it's the next step. Like it is. They so it's about... got like a Netflix thing, but yeah. you like pay yeah. like a couple bucks for the. It sounds like everything's incorporated. Well, Netflix, Netflix is built into it, and then the iTunes store is built into it, and all of the movies. Every, everything you have is synced into yeah, it. Yeah. It's just like the Her little parents box. have uh, Apple TV, so I've seen a little bit of its capabilities. I can you see like TV on it? Yeah. Well, you can get TV well, you shows have on TV it. separate. But you, you could need... you could probably download why, why TV why shows to your computer. You need cable. Fuck. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, you I just stream everything cable. from your computer. I don't watch any TV. Okay. I was thinking about how I've replaced all of my TV. I still consume a lot of media, but I just don't watch TV. I watch it all online. And I was thinking about, um, there was this song that I was listening to last night, just this noisy, cranky record song, like noisy, uh, electronic. And I discovered it through a video of, what's that show, Perfect Strangers with Balky? No. Remember that show? Mm. Balky and Larry. Balky was the sort of French guy. No, he, Balky was like from Kazakh. He was like Borat, kind of, wasn't he? Or he was Czech or something like that. Was he French? The I, fuck Balky, are you guys I talking about? People called it, the show was called Perfect Strangers, but people actually called it Balky because Balky was such was a... The hit. Yeah, like a famous the, character. Yeah. So I was on YouTube one day and like looking up groups that I like and you stumble across these fan-made... It's not even a fan-made video. It's like people make video art on there. And it was a slow motion clip from Perfect Strangers of them jump doing like a dance and then jumping up in the air and hugging and it was to this really slow melody noisy electronic song and um, the video was just fucking amazing and I was thinking about how I would never see something like that on TV and this is just some weird dude who is a big fan of this obscure record label and listen to the song and be like, wow, it'd be cool if I sampled an old television show, slowed it down and took the emotional climax of the song and translated it through this weird image. And like yeah. the video, lots of people have watched it and the comments that are liked at the top, like someone was like, this video uh, shows me that a 
childhood TV show that I watched was about uh, existential homosexual, like this long thing, and it, there's like 53 likes, and it's so much more yeah. advanced than television. It's yeah. like a crazy futuristic television where you can control your content. All of the comments that are liked at the top, sometimes there's the funniest, wittiest shit yeah. that all the people like. That yeah. you can, I laugh out loud like, all the time. Sit the front. And then it's a vortex at the same time because you can click on that person's channel or you can click on videos related to that. And you're watching like the craziest version of television and it's made by people. I love like, that. Like, I get hooked. Uh, isn't, that, isn't that breaking down how it is now? Like, commercials? It's, yeah, that's you true. Know, it's all... But you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Like, commercials, but there is no commercials. No, it, it's all studies done. It's, it's breaking down the viewers and the likes and the dislikes. Oh, that's true. It's, yeah. it's targeting the audience and it's... Yeah, like the actually. users have more power than ever. Like they can decide what gets seen more. I feel like the future would be. <laughs> yeah. All I can think about is Kramer. I don't what? know that. Like the whole conversation just started making me think about Kramer about and how him? iconic of a character that was on the on the Seinfeld show and how like everyone loved Kramer. Like Kramer was so funny with his crazy hair and he would bust into the room, and then now, there all he's known for is like yelling like racist comments from a stand-up oh, act like once where he lost control that's there's such like an interesting like that has really tainted the Seinfeld legacy in a way because he was such a special character in that show I and now when people watch that show it's like tainted with that one slip up it is true that one little it slip up true. everyone makes mistakes nobody's perfect Whoa. he had a bad night he was in, really insecure on stage he was he was eating shit. Like, how does that feel? Most people have no idea. He wasn't no a comedian idea. either, apparently. He wasn't much of a... I, yeah, like, I guess he would he would do stand-up, but, yeah, he wasn't, like, a really good comedian. How fucking cool is the internet because of that, though, that people's fuck-ups now... It's, ba it's like, kind of a double-edged sword. It, but makes, like, it increases anxiety up, and everything. If, yeah, if, if you, you fuck, fuck up... up you you're fucked. Like obviously, I was taught. Well, you can't. It works both fucked. ways. You fucked yeah, up. Yeah. You're famous and fucked up. You know. Yeah. yeah. Famous person fucks up. They're fucked. It's just like everything's transparent. You just can't get away with with anything. Like I don't know. And that's me, getting me more talking and more about, intense. Me that's talking about porn. Luck. It's all about yeah. luck. That could that could be a bad thing. I I like. Yeah. I don't think it. I don't think it will be. But it it felt weird saying that. Like. There's people oh, who could fuck yourself. <laughs> there's people who you're, you're could, done, McGarry. Yeah. Like Obama <laughs> couldn't go on a podcast and talk no. to me about how he looked at. I often think about that. Like I think it's really important to keep yourself in a position in life where you can be honest. Yeah. With certain things, and a lot of people they can't be honest. They can't be honest with themselves. They can't be honest like with their friends because they're in a position where you need. You just can't say certain things. Oh, it feels good, though, to be yeah. honest. And transparency is the future of humanity. Exactly. You don't have a choice. In the 20, the, 30 years, again, everyone's going to know everything about you. Everything. You can't be totally honest in a lot of, like... Well, Rogan takes a huge chance, hey? Like, he's I was thinking about that. And he's in a how, lot of how, how is it not... But any, it's working for him. Yeah. Like it's, but, like... UFC, how does that not affect his 
Like it's, it's so weird that those two worlds are so different. Logan that just, is he his pod. Out. Like he he just yeah. locked out. His... Well, he he's he's put himself out there. Yeah. And the people, everyone knows what he's about. That's no, the thing. He's they not. Don't but they do. Like UFC. Dana White knows exactly what he's yeah. about. No, but I fucking like his I'm employers about... know exactly. The Fear Factor people, they obviously listen to the podcast. There's they no know exactly what he's that. about. Like, some people might not know. A lot of people obviously don't know. But his employers, Fear Factor, UFC, they know That's the future, what he's though. talking about. That's the future. That is the future. And, and he they wears like many it. hats as a person. He's very futuristic in that he does... He is so many different people. And he's, like, a professional in so many different ways. Like, yeah. He's not. He's just... Yeah, that's he's true. He's just him. Kind of the same but in the all But the funniest part... Okay, I'll be watching a UFC in a room with 12 fucking people. And they'll be like, oh, shut up, Joe Rogan. And they have no fucking idea about the podcast. They yeah, think yeah, that's he's true. like a coked up UFC announcer when he's never touched <laughs> yeah. coke in his life. But he yeah. looks like his appearance as a UFC announcer. And none of these guys, when I'm like, you don't know his podcast? Because I was one of those yeah, people. Yeah. I was like, a lot of people, like, they don't listen to that that People don't listen to podcasts. Fa- like, is that that fucking guy from Fear Factor? Yeah, like, yeah. It took a while, like, you guys started listening to it, and then yeah. finally, I don't, it was the Andy Dick one that I listened to first, which was a weird <laughs> one to listen to first, and I was like, this is, like, I've been waiting for something like this in my life, and yep. to listen to uncensored talk, there is just so much there that I was, there was nothing in my life that I could listen to or watch or read that had that vibe, so you get hooked yeah. on them. Cause oh, like, yeah. <laughs> he really, like... There's a certain feeling that I've had for such a long time when I would like listen to M83 albums and be a little bit stoned and walk into shopping malls and I'd be looking at at like girls toys in a in a mall and I would just be tripping out on how fucking crazy this world is that I live in. I'm listening to M83 and I'm stoned and I'm looking at toys aisles and aisles of toys what's going on? Like, you know, that sense of, like, confusion and just, like, what is this world? And, and, Rogan and he articulated that, yeah, that he for me. He he put that into this really clear kind of language that I was like, yes, yes, yes. I've never been able to say it like that because I'm not that fucking smart. But yes, like... Well, and he's really inspiring because he comes from a really great middle ground that um, you don't... He doesn't agree with everything. You don't have to agree with everything that he says. He questions from the other side. He'll yeah. go off on tangents. And he's got this really good balanced opinion where he'll like he'll go off, but he'll also yeah. challenge people at the same time. He's got that really is, good thing where he doesn't, ident- he ident- doesn't identify. You know, he's not a hippie. He's not yeah, a, he's had a UFC dude. Like, we don't fucking know anything. Yeah. Like, I love those. That, that's his save, too. Like, he's very... He doesn't identify, and he's sort of like he's he is neutral, but he's. Fuck, I can't remember. I think he's good with his ego. Like for us, a lot of oh, celebrities, yeah, yeah. a lot of people in in his position would get so cautious and like, oh my god, like I'm the top rated podcast, and and is they he? Would, he's yeah, he's number one a lot of weeks. Are he's you serious? Fucking number is he one. Really? I think so. How many listeners do they have? A lot, yeah. Well, what is because podcasts are new. Podcasts are ahead of the curve. Yeah. Because you can say the term podcast to lots of people, and they won't know what the fuck a podcast. A lot of people they don't listen to podcasts. Everyone that I talk, 
and I, I think I know what you mean. There will be two things. I think I know what you mean in terms of like, he takes a stance that is really clever. It's not political, but he, he, uh, it's honest. It's in, no, but it's never in a way that you could, you can't agree or disagree. It's like open or something. He's careful sometimes with like, yeah, he's not tied to ideas like a lot, like he'll, he'll look at it from every side, from every side. Yeah. Because for every everything, there's so many different sides that you could look at, and it's always I think it's a mistake to just to marry an idea. You don't to marry your the way you're outlining. This is it. No, no, you're wrong. This is right. This is the best course of action. No, there's no other option. There's an infinite amount of options, like all the time, and there's an infinite amount of ways to look at things, and there's benefits to things, and there's there's bad things, and it's such a confusing w world, like to to yeah. to think one way. And I found it. This is it. I'm a hippie. That's it. I'm a hippie. That's it. I don't I don't care His about money. I don't care about money. I don't care about anything. I'll sleep till three in the morning and like fuck you with your Corvette. I don't need your nice car. And I'll live in my hut and I'm happy. And I don't. I'm not gonna work. I'm gonna be lazy. And like, yeah, you can do that. Sure, great if you're happy. But there's going to be a time where you really want to eat a steak, or have a bottle of wine, you know, yeah. or fuck some hot pussy. What are you going to do then? <laughs> He's got a good. Uh, he represents that middle point between not too far off the deep end, and has a professional life, and smack dab in the middle, and kind of inspires that the freedom thing, right? Like yeah. what he does with his freedom is he's. A, like, if you were 18 and you listened to him, you might interpret things wrong, like the pro-marijuana shit. You might over-identify with that, but he's really good at even talking about that. Like, yeah. how he's like, you can be addicted to cheeseburgers. Yeah. Like, That's really cool. He's stuck with the pro-marijuana. And that thing they were talking about is cracking down now. Like, they're closing more dispensaries. Yeah. That's scary. It's a so scary. But I can get... I can get a bunch of two sixes tomorrow and you can get, get as much coffee as I want and like yeah. cigarettes, but go get some fentanyl. That's legal. Whatever you want. I got. I was just a fucked up world. Man. The podcast. This was not during the podcast, but I got, I got some Ativan for flying. I'll have to let everyone Sweet. know how that goes after I come back from the trip. So you're going to Thailand? Joey's going to Thailand uh, at the end of the month. He's going to Thailand. No, thankfully I'm not. You're not going to Thailand? No, I'm going to Laos, which is not Thailand. Laos is like outside of Thailand? What the fuck's Laos? Uh, it's by Vietnam and Thailand. And it's apparently Sheep. the place when people travel around that area say that they should, that you should just go there and not to... Because the two obligatory trips that people always do are Australia and Thailand. <laughs> and I haven't done either of them, so I don't go to Thailand. What was I was joking about that movie? Uh, broke down palace. Broke down palace. Yeah. And the, the you won't even remember this movie. But we watched a movie. Remember we would always fucking go to Cheap Tuesday, even if we didn't want to watch. Yeah. Like even if yeah. the, we watched, there was a movie with Toonie Tuesday. Toonie Tuesday, and it was a a movie where they got stuck in Thailand in a prison, and then at the end of the movie, you won't even remember this. I can't. Remember, I don't know the name of the movie, but they got they get hung at the end of the movie like awesome. they don't get out good. they all die good do you remember that yeah. I remember being like younger and going to that movie holy fuck man the ending wasn't happy what movie at is all. this like, 
Uh, it had Anne H, who is who was um, dating. I think she dated Ellen DeGeneres when she first came out of the closet or something like that. Blonde. She was like blonde, short hair, like pixie cut, and yeah. two well-known male actors. Something with paradise in the title. And Isn't they, that the girls traveling to Thailand? No, that's Broke Down Palace. There's two famous Thailand movies in uh, the Broke Down Palace. Well, it was an Australian guy who like sweet talks them and then. Of course. The... Of course. <laughs> Goddamn accent. Fucking Aussie. Well, his don't... accent is just so cute, and he's so hot. He's got a tan, and he's like a surfer dude. And he's to bring it back, apparently Canadian culture and Australian culture are very close. Uh, so. What? <laughs> oh, what? Um, when I say podcast to people and they have no idea what it is, everyone who I uh, talk to about when I say podcast, I, I say to just everyone else. Should start a podcast. Like, I'm like, you don't even have to be into anything. Just start a fucking podcast. Yeah. The Kevin Smith thing totally stuck with me, where he was like, just keep talking. Keep talking. When I meet people, I'm like, just, like, just keep talking. And then he had that other great quote where he's like, I just, I don't, I never realize how deep, Uh. how deep we are, because that came from a deep place too. That was a girl (laughs) that made that noise. What? How deep we are. We're deep as human beings. We can laugh at burps, but we have stories. If you talk, someone might say something where you think of a story that you haven't thought of in years and years and years, and you yeah. might go off on a tangent. But what are we here for? We're just here to share our deal and inspire more deals, put it out there, and they put their shit out there. It's a, full, it's a big circle. You just put it out. Make it happen. That was almost a sports speech again. Yeah. What was the one? His pose, though. His pose got me inspired. <laughs> My pose? Yeah. The way you're... I like that I can see his nipple right now. With really, can you? The really big armholes. Oh, he's wearing chainmail. <laughs> My shirt is just, like, falling off of me. I, you I thought you said you were going to sew this for me. <laughs> yeah. Your shirt's just ruined. I'm unemployed. Fuck. I got a mortgage. <laughs> hey man, part of the ninety-nine percent. <laughs> hey man, my generation's cleaning up what your generation left behind, man. <laughs> I was into Star Wars. You're into the Empire Strikes Back. From different times. <laughs> it's not gonna work. <laughs> and then they start beating up the hippie. They're like, hey. Do you realize we're doing this together? <laughs> <laughs> oh. I think last night we got into a really serious um, debate about whether or not we should go spray paint uh, fuck the name of my boss on... There's like a building that runs perpendicular to my old oh. office. <laughs> I think that's a good idea, and I think we should do it today. Yeah, but I think if we were actually going to do it, I probably shouldn't have said anything on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) So, now I think the idea is we probably should. Are you talking about the spray painting? Yeah. Oh, you can't. You just fucking ruined it. Yeah. 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 But that's probably better that we don't actually do that. The one we fucking went out spray painting, people are shit that and painted over the the next fucking day. day. Week. On, and we, it was on a skate park. That's something we need to talk about. Why? Why would 
like there's beautiful graffiti filled skate parks especially in the Vancouver area that are being covered over with gray paint it's a really tough place to come from what is wrong with the world who's making these decisions probably the same person who decided to paint the skate park gray is the same person who put the hangover song on the radio they're just keeping our world fucking gray and miserable like we can we can keep a big penis that says fuck fuck you or we can just sort of paint it over (laughs) what do you think about i want to look at a big penis no no i i did (laughs) i it's it's great art, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So and so is gay. I want to know. I want to when I go to a skate park. I want to know who's gay, whose mom's a slut. Yeah. yeah. I want to know all those things. I find out by looking at the skate park. It tells me Joe's mom is gay. It's history. It's history. That Dave's a fag. We all knew that. Okay. This brings up a really interesting thing. What? <laughs> um, I was thinking about how the generation under us are going to get really good. Like, okay, you know when it was that famous Facebook post where it was like, my friend Andrew is like, I'm eating spaghetti for breakfast in a Chinese food restaurant. That was his Facebook status update. Like, reading that was really funny. It was like, Andrew, Andrew wrote, is eating spaghetti in a Chinese restaurant for breakfast. Like, that's actually... He was in Vancouver, yeah. and he Facebook status updated that. And that was the first time I got to use the scanners, the head exploding, the... <laughs> which I learned about on message boards. And, like, we live in a time now where we can communicate. Like, instead of actually writing something, you can find a picture on Google or a video on YouTube that says everything that you need to say. Yep. Sometimes I'll send a video on my phone to my sister instead of saying I'm at this really cool spot with the creek um, it's very beautiful I'll send like a video of me like filming a tree and then slowly panning down and showing a creek and like she'll send a video back to where she is and and we're like slowly getting better at this like cool nonverbal visual communication where Damn. it's like it's almost like mini filmmaking or whatever and the graffiti thing made me think of I think um, the way that city people look at it is like that's what that's what graffiti is. It's a very primitive form of that, where it's like we we want to kids want to communicate in ways like visual ways or whatever. I think there might be a futuristic thing where like the actual surface of the skate park, there'll be like project. I don't even fucking know, but like cool. projections or something. Like how I said, devices that project that someone could just. I don't know if it's going to look like a Mario Kart track or something. That's a really interesting idea. Like, uh, the surface could be a screen. That the... Of the skate, if the skate park could be a screen. That things could change. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. That, like, actu- that art's actually like, this is going to be like an organic thing that changes and... and Everything's going to be organic. Imagine, imagine a like, surface. Yeah, like, totally. Like the, if, if you had a skate park that was like a, a blank surface and you could kind of... There was, a, there was an operating part where you could basically design objects on it and it would just like like conform to different shapes on this surface and then you can go skate it and like oh wouldn't it be sweet if there was like a little lip right here program that in and and you can basically decide what your environment is going to look like oh so it creates a whole new realm of creativity like 
oh, I love doing this trick. I wish there was like a little pipe here that I could cork on with a, a ledge going down. Okay, just just Hold. design it, make it, and then I go got skate a lot it. Of that Tony Hawk. <laughs> build my skate parks. Yeah, they let you build skate parks at Tony Hawk. I hope I can like buy new parts and a new body and and keep myself going so I can see where all this shit evolves because. I think you'll be able to. I hope so. Dude, you're 30. And how good does your body feel? Are you 30? No, you're 29? 29. I think I turned 30 before. Holy shit. Next month? And I'm sure. It's next month, right? January. I was kidding. Next year, man. (laughs) Shit. We're in our last year of the 20s. We're going to be 30. Okay, in Joseph Campbell... That's not even that old. In Joseph Campbell, his... um, there's this really, the hero's journey, the original hero's journey shit, right? Do you know the hero's journey? Yeah. Word. The hero's journey is like George Lucas based Joseph Campbell's studies on mythology, the mythology and the stories that we tell through however many hundreds of years, like the classic, through all religions, there's a classic story of a hero, like he broke down the structure and that's what Star Wars was based on. Anyways, there's an awesome interview series with him and there's this curve that he that he came up with that actually 35 is our peak experience point where we learn pretty much every piece of knowledge that we can that we can apply to the rest of our life and then at the end of your life it's as long as you uh if you're on your deathbed and you're like well that was a good fucking movie like that was a good show but apparently he's very adamant that 35 is like the point where it all comes together. I've like, heard, I've heard, not that same, but I've heard the age was 30, 29. I, I know that experiences is it's. So are you talking about like that the the physical capabilities to the mental capacity is both at its its development peak. stops. Yeah, because there's a peak where where you you're, you don't learn things as fast and your body starts to deteriorate. Like that's a very obvious like scale down, and then. But, I think but even it's moving up in mental capability until whatever you say, like 35 or so. So those two things together creates the peak of existence where you're very physically capable and psychologically very intelligent and mature. And yeah. Experienced a lot of things. I think, <laughs> I think, well, I think he might... I think that will be different for every person. And I think as, as time goes on, that will change. And I think for us, at this point in time, it might be later. It might be That'd like be cool 45. Hey, man, we're living forever. We might. Well, not forever. We might live a couple no, hundred years. Dude, have you seen Transcendent Man? Not yet. What? you got to watch not, Transcendent Man. Have you seen it? Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen it yet. We I, might live 200 we're years, dude. forever, man. <laughs> <laughs> Just jump off the deck. <laughs> Does she know she's making that sound right now? Probably not, because she has got headphones on. <laughs> Get this man a drink. <laughs> um, kid. So to bring it back, well, one, I, Transcendent Man is one of those ones that I want to be read. Like, I'm not just going to watch it. Like, you can't be ready. But see it. <laughs> um, that, the visual thing is, 
What are think. you, a bitch man? Pound that shit back. <laughs> He's a bitch man. <laughs> Actually, that made me think of a story. I have to piss. I watched... Oh, I, I to gotta piss, piss too. We Should we take a break? Yeah. Where are we at? Two hours? You guys want to keep going for a bit? We'll do, we'll do a tiny two, bit when we come back, okay? Yeah. A tiny bit. Okay. You should start with the song. Well, we've already started. <sighs> okay, I've got an idea. So we're going to wrap this up. It's, it's like 12-12. It's midnight. And Daddy's got to get asleep because I'm really excited to go rollerblading tomorrow. So I've got an idea. Um, each person is going to make closing comments. We'll give it about a minute or something. So I'll go first. Um, it's been fun to hang out with my friends tonight, Dana and Joey. Um, and I'm really excited to go rollerblading tomorrow, like I said. And uh, um, I hope that it's not raining. Because if it's not raining, then I can have more fun on my rollerblades tomorrow. I hope you come, Dana. I hope you come skating. But if it is raining, we'll get to go to... Camby's going to be fun. I'm still going to skate Camby. Or Leeside. How about, are you busy on Monday? Uh, well, I can, uh, no. Sweet. I can make Monday happen. Sweet. We should do a double header. Lots of performances. Yeah. Is that is that the plan? Skate performance Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Um, Sunday. M tomorrow's today's Saturday, isn't it? Yeah, today's Saturday. Or today's Sunday. It's actually past midnight. So today's Sunday. Sunday Monday. This is Sunday. This is the Lord's day. Shit. Sunday Monday. Killing the streets <laughs> with our blades. Or our. Or parks, yeah. We can do Leeside, Canby, wherever, man. Just take it wherever. We'll do it up. Yeah. Put on the skates and do it up really big. So what are these closing notes? What are we? I'm gonna try to sum up here. I was just gonna force everyone to like say go on the thing, so you can have the air. Oh. Well, I don't get me the air. Shit. I was just stoked to come over and hang out with Joey Todd. It's how many years now? It's it's always a pleasure to hang out with these two. Um, yeah, it, skating tomorrow would be awesome. Well, skating tomorrow will be awesome. Will be. Um, I I have no closing. Um, nothing more to say. Like it's yeah, Joey in the nick of time. What's up? So we're wrapping it up. Everyone, Are you trying to create a structure? Everyone's got to do a closing bit. It's always difficult. You know, closing bit. You got a minute, Carly. Okay, well, you guys go first, so I kind of, I wasn't nope, listening. You go first. I don't know what. You okay. can do whatever you want. Oh, I can go. go. I can go. So, um, I, I watched the movie E.T. for the first time in a long time. Not since my childhood the other night. How much time do I have? One minute. minute. Did you really? One Jeez. minute? That's it? Or as long as you fucking Fuck, I'll try and do it really quickly. I don't have a time. E.T. is a like a quote-unquote classic movie. And uh, my granny, who was an artist, very interesting person, was an av like a very intense supporter of the movie. And Steven Spielberg has always decided directors like, 
people always, it's like McDonald's, right? For fast food, Spielberg is to directing and film to what McDonald's is for fast food. So I watched E.T. and it fucking blew me away and it's influenced um, a lot of things in my life, which is awesome. So I was watching this Stanley Kubrick speech. Stanley Kubrick, if you don't know, you gotta do your homework if no one knows who Stanley Kubrick is. He's made some incredible movies, 2001 Space Odyssey being the most important one. Um, I was watching a speech by Stanley Kubrick and he was quite reclusive, like there's not a lot of interview footage of him. He was accepting some kind of award and he was like, uh, right now as you listen to this, I'll be um, on my way to a film set. I'm working on my film Eyes Wide Shut, which turned out to be his last film. Yeah. So yeah, as you're watching this, I'm going to be in a vehicle, like in the morning on the way to a film set. And I was talking to Steven Spielberg once and he said something that really stuck with me. I'm fudging the words about film directing when I asked him, and I'm not saying this from like, I'm a fucking film director, but this stuck with me, and it stuck with him, he said. He asked Steven Spielberg, what's the hardest part about like making movies and being a film director? And Steven Spielberg said, getting out of the car. And that's all Stanley Kubrick fucking said in his speech, is that the hardest thing was getting out of the car and it fucking clicked with me so hard in terms of we've talked a lot about starting things that like if you were Stanley Kubrick or Steven Spielberg or fucking David Lynch or Quentin Tarantino you're just a person yeah. being driven or you're a musician or you're a fucking athlete you're Roberto Luongo whatever and you're being driven in a vehicle or you're going to whatever venue that you have to be this person and you're just a human being and like um, live up to this get anyways up. so get out of the car I just thought that was like a really real this is like the shortest way of saying like everyone doubts themselves hard daily on every level yep. every fucking human does it if this I would have, if I would have practiced my speech, I would have just said. Joy, that was way over. Damn, <laughs> we're gonna have to cut off. You exceeded yeah. expectations. So that's good stuff. Carly, what you got? Um. So recently, I watched ET. <laughs> and oh, and by the way, then I zoned out for the rest of what you just said. <laughs> so I just, am I supposed to just talk about? So I'm just gonna talk about myself. Whatever the fuck you want. Okay, so I just sold my wedding dress to somebody in Australia which is really exciting because that means I'm going to get $700 Whoa, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's right, bitch. Woo! 700 bucks? And Are they paying for shipping? Yeah. And I'm trying to sell her my bail right now for 100 bucks. So, with the money I'm probably going to Finish the laser hair removal on my armpits and get a little Botox. And um, that's it's cool. It's like the the the. It's like a dress that lasts for a long time. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. Oh, I know what I can talk about. Unless it's, it's been talked about already. Can I talk about the cat? Just Make real quick. quick. Okay. So the other night, Ron and I were sleeping. It was like quarter to five in the morning. And then, so we have two cats, Tonky Buns and Very Cute. Very Cute, she's like super small, really frail, a little bit of a scaredy cat. So we wake up to Very Cute 
screaming violently like she's being massacred, and we come out into the... It's really hard to tell stories when people are just not paying attention. Welcome to my world. Dana. Yeah. Oh. Hey, you guys hey. just mirror okay. each other. So... That's why you guys work so well together. Yeah. So we... <laughs> We come running into the living room to the little baby cat curled up, still in a like still sleeping with her eyes shut, and she is screaming and shaking violently. So I run over, in the nude, mind you. So that's not pretty. Go to grab her. She wakes up, freaks out, is still having this crazy seizure. She's pissed all over my micro suede couch. Which, if you know anything about microsuede, is very difficult to clean. And, and it's expensive. And it's expensive. It's luxury. It's from the brick. It's a Cindy it's Crawford Cindy, It's a chair. Cindy Crawford edition. Micro Anyways, suede. so the cat jumps onto the rug, pisses on my fucking $300 shag Costco rug. And, $300? Yeah, it was the big one, remember? <laughs> That's not $300. It was $300. Holy Fuck. We balled out when we had money, babe. That garbage can is $40? Oh, yeah. We, no, it's $49. Take it back! Anyways. That's a sweet rug, though. It like, is. It, like, changes the whole... I really like space. having my feet on yeah. it when I'm sitting on it. It's, uh, you feel very comfortable. Yeah, it's like a hug from your mom. So, anyways, <laughs> the cat's pissing on the really nice rug, and I'm holding her and I'm screaming at Todd, call 911, like I'm not rational at this time. And I'm like, get on Google, Google the animal hospital. And he's like watching like it's no big deal, fucking tiddling around, taking his time, like Googling the slowest I've ever seen him Google. Am I going to Google a solution? Fix this current fucked up situation. Right. What are the results? All I want to deal with it. On your, oh, God. So anyways, she is like Stop frantically still having a seizure and this like frothing hey. <laughs> she's frothing at the mouth and then fucking gets out of my hands runs under the couch and continues to shake a little longer so i call the animal hospital and they're they don't even know what the hell is going on i'm like crying and saying my baby is having a seizure <laughs> and, and then i clarify it's a cat i'm sure and, well i'm sure they get those phone calls right yeah and, like people have different names for their cats. Yeah. Well, I didn't even say baby. And they're all I was like, like, okay, okay. No, she was like, <laughs> she, I said her pupils are dilated. She, and then she, anyways, once it was all said and done, now my cat has, is alive. I paid $300 for blood work that said fucking nothing other than she probably has epilepsy. We won't know. And then we'll have to put her down at some point in her life. She has no personality. She's a cardboard box. She used to be this spunky little chunky, and now she's this just sleeping on her heating pad, doesn't make eye contact. She's just, just a, she's like air, expensive air that you, you can't even breathe. Carly, you know this is recording, right? Well, so she's just, she's changed. She's going to listen to this. I've been taking care of her better than any mom would take care of any animal or pet or kid okay and this i do love been, uh, her i do love her i love donkey more but that's only because we we have had more history he's got more personality he like i shower he's there he's, <coughs> he's just like i love him a lot i love her too but i, I it's just i love him. wait if you can sum up this experience 
in in like a little sentence or your feelings yeah. in a short a little a tweet. Real yeah. Yeah. tweet sum it up um I, it was overwhelming but I feel okay now because I'm I've got my buzz on you know what this has been this has been a slice this has been episode 55 <laughs> I thought yo you this has been episode 55 does doing that the shelf hand help? <laughs> no because they can't see it anyway this has been episode 55. 55. How many people do you think listen? How many? Who well, cares? Once a week? How many times? Did you stop it? No. Oh, you did? I was going to say, I can't wait until, that? like, uh, I'm sitting here or wherever, and yeah, we're going to be really old, and Todd's going to be doing that exact same thing, but a little bit older. This is episode 500 <coughs> 55 We're at 600 and fucking Does it help when you do that stupid thing with your arm, Ron? <laughs> yes, it does. That was me, Granny Town. <laughs> granny Panties, baby, come at you live hey. on How to Be Unpopular. <laughs> granny Panties. <laughs> granny Panties are awesome. Damn, they, Bundies. They are awesome. Bundies? Like big, big undies. underpants, bundies. bundies. Oh damn! Yeah. Are the bundies. I remember I like went through a phase where like every is it still recording? Or can I, can I, is it still? Is it done? Can I nah, just it's talk still, now? It's still, oh shit! Okay, this is really quick. But I, every girl, oh guys, I don't know what here is. Every girl has like period panties. It's like the panties you just don't mind to be a little blood on. Every guy our age knows. Yeah, yeah you do know. Okay, well, yeah. and, and yeah. when you're not around, we we Sniff put, them. we shove those in our mouths and you guys jack do off. That too. <laughs> Shove the bundies down my throat when she's not here. That's just rude. Anyways, so I went through this phase where I was like wearing the bundies for the period, and then they were so comfortable that I went and got new bundies. And I remember when I got them, I I was like on a mission. I was like extra, extra large, but cute bikini cat and blue and pink and stuff. I remember Todd was like, what are these? Rips up in the package and he was like, Whoa! and he was like, they were huge. And I remember him putting his head through the leg, being like, these are enormous, and they they're like luxury. You put them on and and you they just you can move around, you can dance in them. Like there's just it's it's just not the dance same as, as having something like up your butt. And it's funny because I walk around in a thong all the time. Plus, well, he's. He takes notice, but you put the bundies on, and you—he cannot control that shit. Like it's so he makes fun of bundies, but he loves bundies. There being more fabric, I don't—I don't even yeah. know what it is. You like bundies? Well, no. There's like there's there's they're like almost different ends of the spectrum, but I know the importance of them. When when them. you're feeling a butt cheek that's fully covered in cotton. There's kind of this nostalgic dirtiness to it. Like, oh, there, she must be like 13. If that whole butt, it's just dirty. It's like ew. I thought he was gonna be like, because they're the period panties, <laughs> not like I'm having sex with people and I could go to jail. But it's just a fantasy. No, he was talking about it from a, uh, a shared experience. Perspective. Oh, it's just dirty. You guys had sex with a 13-year-old? No.